everyone. Welcome to VR Verdict Podcast, episode 150. <laughs> Our wow. weekly podcast where we talk about everything VR, but this week we're talking with Dmaw, the de- developer of Sushi Ben. How's it going, man? Good, man. It's cool to finally uh, finally be on the podcast. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, before we get into the game, maybe we'll talk about that. I was looking at that uh, this evening, so those familiar with us, we've done a a dev round table in the past uh we did it once a month for 15 months and the first time we did it uh, i think it was august 21 so i mean we've been talking for a long time and yeah, you've yeah. been you've been working on this game since before then so yeah it's i can't imagine how it is on your end um, with release but just having chatted about it so much and hearing about it like it it's you know cool to me so i can't imagine making it and then putting it into the world so congrats man yeah thanks yeah uh-huh. I, Big it's congrats. A, like yeah i mean during when we were doing the the you know the little uh round table stuff like i was literally just you know making the game during that entire time um and so that's pretty pretty cool that y'all were there you know they're chatting before you know we even i think before we even got funding i think we were doing that podcast yeah or whatever. So I think that was pretty cool. Um, I miss everybody on that. I remember yeah. you talking about funding once, and then we never like saw you again. <laughs> you <got really> busy. <laughs> yeah, I had to. Uh, I had to, you know, make the game now. So I didn't have time to do anything. Um, serious, serious business. Yeah. Like uh, I think. Um, yeah, in 2021, that's when we got funding, and then um, everything just went crazy from there, and it was just. I had no time to do anything like hang out with friends, podcast, play games. Yeah, you <laughs> it's, it's just you would randomly pop in the middle of an episode and then just disappear. I would try to come in like midway through or whatever, and I would be like, "Yeah, what's up, guys?" And then I'd because <laughs> I had a meeting like you know later on because uh, like half the team, uh, you know, because we had the podcast at night or whatever, and half the team was in Asia, so I was yeah. always you know. Yeah, this was like morning for them so i had to like go and do stuff um yeah those are uh <laughs> some questions i'll be asking later about time zones and all that fun stuff so <laughs> yeah yeah i can only imagine how how fun that was to deal because you were always you could tell you're always just tired which yeah it's normal for devs from what we we hear so but so yeah, man, the game came out on what October nineteenth, and yeah, um, October nineteenth on on uh, Steam and Meta platform. No, um, not on Steam. Not on Steam. Not on Steam. Not yet. Not no, yet. Okay. No. 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 Coming uh, soon. Uh, coming Maybe? soon. Uh, everyone. Everyone is you know asking where's the Steam version <laughs> or whatever, and so I'm just kind of like, yeah, uh, I'm working on that. It's it was just so hard to uh, release multiple games like at the same time. Or whatever, yeah. and um, or multiple like release on multiple headsets at the same time that we just couldn't do it. We try, we were trying for a sim launch, but uh, I just I we could not pull it off. It was too much. That's one thing I don't think uh, people understand very well. You know, like in the flat world of traditional gaming, there's different systems, but yeah. the VR world, there's different headsets which are completely yeah. different systems, and I don't think people really get that. There's even and, more yeah. headsets than there are, you know, yeah. consoles. So it's, it's, it's just a huge hassle to make sure that okay, this works on the index, and each headset has its own little quirk. Where like, 
Uh, even the Quest 3, even the Quest 3 had its own little, like, bugs that were specific to the Quest 3 compared to the Quest 2. Like, it was tough. <laughs> well, <laughs> get all that to go. Uh, there's quirks and controllers and, like, the whole gamut of stuff. Like, probably more than, than a traditional console has. So it's, yeah. I, I mean, yeah. and half of, more than half of VR devs are indie. So it's just, that's just always been mind-boggling to me. So you guys are, like, I don't know, crazy. I think I think you're literally crazy. <laughs> yeah, there's a there's a famous there's like a famous uh, video go, that goes around every now and then where there's a VR dev and he's just putting on like 50 different headsets. <laughs> you know, like I think if how many I have at least I have at least three on my desk right now. Um, they're all quests, different versions of Quest twos and threes, but. Um, yeah, just <laughs> I have a closet. Like I don't like I've never bought a single VR. I've bought one VR headset in my entire life, um, and that was like the OG Rift. And uh, my, if you go into my closet, it is just filled with just boxes and boxes and boxes of VR headsets. Like I didn't I didn't have to, I didn't buy any of them. They all just you know the companies they just send them to us uh, to test our game on it, and it's just like so <laughs> so overwhelming or whatever. Um, yeah. <laughs> Do you have a video of you opening the closet door and just getting buried by a pile? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Of yeah, I should make that. I should make that a TikTok or something. Uh, that's <laughs> funny. Um, yeah, just getting piles and piles. Um, the boxes they come in are so nice, though. <laughs> like, well, I remember I was trying like my gaming room is only so big, and I was trying to make some room, so I finally like, all right, get rid of some boxes. That old OG Rift box, like you could literally hit that yeah. thing with a car. And your headset yeah. would be safe. Like it took me yeah. physical strength to get that thing down, broken down. Like I was, it was insane. Yeah, it, it was. Uh, they're they're pretty hefty boxes. I currently use my Quest. I currently use a Quest Two box as a, a footrest under my because <laughs> it's reduce, so sturdy. Reduce, recycle. <laughs> yeah, it's so sturdy. Is there a headset in it or no? No. no <laughs> There used to be controllers in there, and then uh, I had to I had to use them. But um, yeah, it's <laughs> awesome. Yeah. So, just curious, like, I guess how is how is launch going for you guys? Is it because uh, is, is this the first game you've ever released as a dev? First game, like, yeah, yeah. This is the first game I have ever made. Yeah. I've never I never wanted to be a game dev. I never had plans to be a game dev. Um, and so this is the first time I've done anything related to games, period. And um, so, like, I literally got into games just to make this game, and then whatever happens next, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, launch, I will say, it's going pretty good. Uh, reception is nice. I think we're lacking in a bit of exposure. Um, like, I, I think our only problem right now is just getting the game out there to people and letting them know that it's actually out. Like, uh, I stream on TikTok, uh, or whatever, and people come into the chat and they're like, yo, where's, yo, I can't believe the game, the game is out. I had no idea. And it was like a week <laughs> later. So, um, getting, trying to get the word out has been actually the most difficult part. Yeah. Um, we've sent the game out to every news, every like game news site. We've sent the game, we've sent codes out to every game news site, pretty much all of the con, like a majority of the, the content creators. Um, but October has been such a busy month. Yeah, that, there's. You know, they we're we're kind of falling because we don't have a we don't have like a budget like we can't pay anybody to like make content or grease the wheels or anything like that. Um, 
So like our stuff kind of gets pushed to the side for the more paid content. And there's just so many games coming out this month or last yeah, month and this month. And and um, in VR alone, let alone like like traditional yeah, systems, yeah. like my backlog just almost doubled in the last two months. <laughs> like coming out coming out during um uh Mario Wonder, Spider Man. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, I, I think I think the game is gonna have a very. It's not gonna be like a. We're not sprinting to like you know the launch being an explosive launch. Like that's just not gonna happen with all the competition. Um, but I think the the long the long lifespan of the game is gonna sell well. I think um, based on the metrics that we're seeing. So. So I would say, and you can give your take or correct me in any way you, yeah. you need to, but um, so the game to me, it's basically kind of like living in an anime episode of a show and doing yeah. a lot of fun, quirky things, meeting a lot of fun, quirky characters, and it's just fun. Like it's, yeah. and it's, as you can see in my background, like it's colorful. Yeah. There's a lot of like, I don't know if you want to call mini games, but yeah, I mean, mini games is the best way to describe it, like yeah. ac VR activities. Yeah. You know, but uh, I don't know. Uh, we call them mini games, even though that's kind of a confusing term for us. Yeah. So yeah, it's just a fun world to be in, and there's a good amount of humor, uh, charm up the up the wazoo, if you will. Um, <laughs> yeah. So you get to use chopsticks in VR, which I'm is awesome for me because i love chopsticks so that was a fun that was a fun one to develop because a lot of people didn't know how to use chopsticks for some people and so, so it was like i had to like send them a video like this is this is how you do it <laughs> i don't i don't yeah. understand that one but <laughs> yeah yeah well you know some people some people never even with chopsticks yeah but it's fine that happens. That's but I mean, we've all seen the Karate Kid, right? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, no, maybe not. Oh, that's an old movie. I know. I'm I'm old. <laughs> I work with a lot of kids, people that are like way younger than me. So yeah. Um, yeah. So that's that was fun. Um, that was actually surprisingly hard to get like NPCs to use chopsticks. Like that, if you look in the game, they're still kind of bugged. There's kind of like sometimes they don't do it right or whatever. Um, I mean, it's realistic. Great. Because sometimes yeah, really. they just yeah. fuck up. <laughs> yeah, the, uh, the the hands, like, every character has, like, a different length of hands, and so, like, a different size of hands, because the game is so stylized, that, like, chopstick sizes sometimes don't line up to their mouths, because the chopsticks are too big. Uh, <laughs> so I have to, like, make unique chopsticks for each character. That's uh, crazy. So, yeah. So, would you just how would you describe the game to someone who has a, no idea what we're talking about? I mean, I think you described it well. Just it's like living in an episode, like an episode of an anime. Like each quest is kind of like a, would be an episode. Like most of the quests are about thirty minutes mm -hmm. each, right? So, um, I would say it's it's kind of like a a narrative adventure, visual novel, anime experience. <laughs> I have no idea how to properly categorize it, because there's like not really games quite like it in VR, um, I think. <laughs> I <don't... laughs> but yeah, it's, it's like playing an episode of an anime. That's kind of like the idea. Um... So before we get into like the backstory, like I'm curious, like what was the deciding factor when you're like, I have to make this into something. Was it like the panel stuff? Was it something else? Was it? Um, so I was in college uh, not too long ago, 
Um, and I was sitting in class, I think back in 2017, I was sitting in class and this girl was giving a presentation on like, what, what are the problems with VR? Um, and like how, like VR narratives specifically and, and making VR films. Cause like back then VR films were still like possibly a thing, <laughs> you know? Um, like even there's like a 360 films or whatever. Um, and so she was giving this presentation. I'm like, oh, it's so hard to get people to look where you want them to look, or um, you know, it's hard to control where the player is looking and standing. And there's a lot of issues. Uh, and there's also kind of a loss of film language. Like, uh, I think uh, I think a lot of reasons why people watch film. And so she was giving more than you know why film oh, is way so more popular than theater is because you know there's look where you camera cuts look or, uh, and there's you know different things going on that you can't really do on, on, on a play and I think VR for the most part does feel like a play because most of the times you can't interact you know very dynamically in a lot of narrative sequences um, that's slowly probably changing you know as tech gets better but at the most part you know you're kind of just watching a play and that kind of that happens in my game obviously but we have these little manga panels and so like I was watching anime one day when I came home from class after hearing that girl talk about all those problems and I sat down. I was just watching anime. I was think I think I was eating cereal or something. And uh, I saw like with this box. Yeah, with chop. Yeah, eating cereal with chopsticks. Yeah. And uh, yeah. and then I saw this like, uh, I think it was JoJo. Uh, and they did this thing where they popped up some manga panels on screen to like show the characters' expressions or whatever to like enhance the you know whatever the character was feeling. And I saw that and I was like. That could solve all those problems for VR, VR narrative stuff, and then um, and then I was like, fine, I'll I'll learn how to make 3D and and do all that stuff. Because before I was a 2D animator and I had no idea how to do any of that kind of stuff uh, with 3D. I actually hated 3D. I thought it was awful. <laughs> so uh, so but, you decided to get into VR to fix VR is what you're. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> That's yeah, awesome. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't think, and I think I was very like naive about it you know like i didn't really understand just the depths of how complicated vr is at the time um and i had a lot of wrong assumptions and and, and stuff but i still had the idea of like i wanted to try to make vr narratives a little more exciting um and i think that the adding the camera the manga panels sometimes they work sometimes they don't like I, the game you know sometimes isn't perfect sometimes they don't hit sometimes they're a miss but you know i was trying everything right um and so like Adding the manga panels to stuff, I think, makes scenes much more fun to watch overall. Um, being able to get a, like a close-up of someone's expression, or you know, their fist clenching, or whatever. Um, so yeah, it replaces that focus that you know the girl yeah. giving the talk was. You know, the, yeah, the yeah. Camera cuts yeah. give you something like this is what you're supposed to pay attention to. His his exactly. brows are furrowed. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, so like I I basically made that my thesis project. I I, I swapped. I stopped doing two D animation stuff and I went straight into learning 3D and I just made that my thesis and I wrote like a 400 page actually it's 300 300 it's only 300 pages I'm about 300 oh page my. little uh, document on like how this could revolutionize VR storytelling and a whole bunch of pretentious bullshit <laughs> but, um, I was trying to sound smart okay I wanted to pass double spaced uh, yes <laughs> yeah. and there was lots of pictures too there was lots of pictures because uh, it's like a, a visual medium or uh thing so i had to you know put pictures and describe them and all that stuff um so yeah and i and i did that and my prof my professors one of my like you have, you have like a, com a committee or whatever that you have to like 
present your thesis to and see if they like your idea. And then I showed them the thesis and they're like, wow, everyone is going to want to buy this, you know, or want to like use this tech to, you know, or you're, you, you've, you've done it. You've come up with a good idea. What, was that accent uh, uh, someone we know? Uh, no, no, that wasn't Cyril. <laughs> Cyril, I didn't even. I had I had been going to SCAD uh, for over ten years, and I had no idea Cyril even existed. Hmm. Um, I had never seen him in uh, anywhere at 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 the school. And we're in the same building every day. Like I, I'm That's literally crazy. like you know, the, a floor above him, um, where he teaches. That's... <laughs> That's wild. Yeah, it's crazy. Never. I mean, the the school's not even that big. It's actually one of the smaller art schools, and um, never saw him. Um, but yeah, no, that wasn't Cyril. That was just my. It was another guy <laughs> with an accent. Or <laughs> but uh, he thought he he thought it was amazing, and and um, he told me, yeah, that's this is great. You're gonna go far, and I'm like, maybe. Uh oh. <laughs> I was like, I wasn't sure, right? I was like, I had no idea um, if if it was gonna be good or not. Um, <laughs> But they said it would, you know, people would want it. And then once I, I as we can see, I, I, people gave me money to make the game, and I guess they were right. So, yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I remember. Um, I don't remember like time in my brain doesn't really ever translate well. But I played your old older demo like way back when, and yeah. compared to now, like it's a entirely different game. But the panels were like. The first time I saw those in yeah. VR, I'm like, holy shit. Yeah. When I saw them, I was like, oh, sorry. No, no, go ahead. Go ahead. I was just like, that's what I've always wanted a portal to be in a game. I just like yeah. see past through it. And I'm like, this yeah. guy's done it with He's a shader, it. I'm sure. He's fixed yeah. VR. <laughs> fixed VR. Yeah, it's a, it's a unique shader because it's not like everyone that does that kind of stuff in VR currently, they just do like a, it's like rendering a flat image. Right. Or whatever. Like um, a patch. Yeah, like a, yeah. So. But mine is actually three. Th that scene is there mm -hmm. in 3D space. Like it is, uh, it's got so much depth, um, and it's just masked in a box in 3D space, so that like you can you know uh, put whatever you want in there. Um, the mask was was interesting to me because like I could tell it was like 3D. And I'm like, at the time I was trying to figure out how to like poke holes and stuff and <laughs> and have that hole go to somewhere else. I'm like, holy crap, yeah. that guy did it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's 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 kind of how you do it. Um, and so, like, that that demo, that demo. I actually went back and looked at that demo a few months ago or a few weeks ago, and I was like, that was pretty good, because <laughs> <laughs> I, I didn't think it was that great. But like, uh, because of the nature of like that demo, I was able to um, make things that I probably didn't have time to do on this project. I was able to be much more like. Uh, obsess over every single panel uh but meanwhile in this project there's like two thousand there's two thousand five hundred panels or something in the game huh. um could be i think there's more i added more not too long ago so there's since the last time i counted but like that's a lot of <laughs> that's a lot of stuff so like i wasn't able to like meticulously craft every section in the game like it was in that demo so that demo is really special because it was very handcrafted um yeah i i spent probably I don't know. I think you could get through the couple things you had in that demo in like 20, 30 minutes easy. Yeah. Yeah. It was, yeah. And, yeah I think, uh, yeah, it was like seven, actually seven minutes. It's actually. Really oh, was it? I mean, I wander around like, but I, yeah, yeah, I spent, I probably was in that demo total like three hours over. Cause I just go in there and I'm like, this is so fucking cool. <laughs> like, yeah. 
like yeah people yeah people yeah. tell me they would just go and sit in the middle of the road and they would just look at the clouds and just like watch, mm-hmm. watch stuff like that and you know the sucking part with vr is like video never does it justice but i think for your game especially it it it's, really it's, doesn't it's even worse like you need to just take all those headsets in your closet and get a team of people and run around and just put on my people's heads in the wild. <laughs> I think I think my game is even like I first I thought my game was going to be easier to market compared to other VR games because it was like you know the visuals are so unique or whatever. Um, but I found that it just it doesn't recording gameplay just doesn't sell the game. Like just putting the headset on and recording you playing for the most part doesn't mm. it just doesn't no. It just doesn't look great. Like I mean some like because of how it's framed and how like limited your field of view is and then like how far away everything looks when you're recording as compared when you're in VR and you're in it, you know. Um Yeah, that's been a challenge trying to figure out how to make it look good in video. Um actual gameplay looking good in video. Like actually yeah. like, talking to NBCs and seeing the MAGA panels and so yeah. But I love the <clears throat> the start of the game you you come start out on a train and you're talking yeah. to this elderly guy and i mean you you very well know but the voice acting is holy shit <laughs> like it's better than than actual series like you yeah. know it's insane but just being on that train in vr talking to that guy and then getting the town is like so epic like yeah people just need to try that first 10 minutes yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> i honestly i'm looking uh i'm looking at because like on the quest like a uh, developer hub i'm able to like like we could make a demo, like we could let people play a demo or whatever. Um, so I wonder if that might help people try it, you know, just... But at first we didn't want to give away a demo because we thought maybe once people saw the manga panels and they were done with it, they would probably not... That actually might decrease sales. Um, but that hasn't been the case. Most people spend over... The average playtime in the game per session is like an hour. So um, most people usually spend like... 20 to 30 minutes um, in, a, in a single VR session for some games. Uh, and we're pulling like an hour plus. Like on launch day, the, the average play time like for, us- for a user was like two hours. So That's awesome. Um, wow. And that's longer than some VR games. I mean, that's that's longer than some headsets last. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's longer than every, every person that I know uh, has been playing, or the people that you know are close to me that have been playing the game, they all play it until the battery dies every session. Um, yep. Guilty. <laughs> yep. So, so it's, you know, it's it's cool uh, to see that people playing it for a long time. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> so I kind of know the story, but where did like the the idea for the actual game come from? How did it come about? So uh, I worked at a sushi bar for like I don't know ten years or something <laughs> uh, when I was in college, and uh, so for that like ten year period. We, uh, you know, I became really close to the people that I worked with, and we were like family or whatever. And um, and whenever I needed something to do for a class project, uh, I would always just make it based on the sushi bar and like whatever waiter wacky waiter experiences I would have or whatever. Uh, and so I just kind of kept using that for projects. And then when I had that idea to solve the VR narrative problems, I was like, well, I guess I'll just <laughs> I'll just keep doing that. And so. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I just based the game off of this place that I used to work at, and uh, and then I kind of just like cobbled together different things I thought were cool from different animes, and then kind of strung it together into like one big, big story. Um, 
Nice. That was yeah. That's where it comes. <clears throat> did you like starting out in the first days? Like, did you kind of like have like the whole story like kind of in your head or completed, or no, did you start? I'm honest. I didn't. I honestly had no idea. But originally, the the first like vision of the game was that there was no story, and there was just a bunch of small stories, which that kind of still happens in the game. Like each each time you meet a character, they have their own unique story that you go through with them. Uh, but there's still like an underlying like, you know, the Minami threatening the sushi bar type thing that 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 got added like way later. Uh, when I was just thinking about it myself, it was just gonna be like a restaurant sub. <laughs> where you would go around and meet customers you'd go find somebody's lost cat very simple not not a lot of story uh, and you would just go do those little little things and little tiny narrative events would happen um so hmm. yeah <laughs> it was definitely not the same it was i was definitely trying to make something much more i had no idea what the story was going to be i was just trying to make something um that would show off the manga panels uh, nice so over the uh, how long from start till launch were you working on was it two years was it a little less so, little from two years about two years from when we got funding that's how long it took to make the game and then um or when we found i think when we founded our studio like because like the way getting funding works you don't get it all at once so it's not like you can start right away um but we did get enough funding early to start a cut like actually open the company uh, or whatever uh, and that was like back in october of 2021 i think yeah so in october of 2021 that's when we officially got our first bit of money and first opened the studio and first started paying uh someone else to work on the project uh so that yeah two years <laughs> um, but the tech demo was another year so like uh pretty much all of 20 2020 and 2020 the first half of 2021 was the tech demo so i i consider it for myself a three-year three-year process even though i've been like tinkering with the game idea since 2017 um because i was in college and i was just trying to finish college or whatever so i don't really count that but yeah so three years and two years officially i think hmm. that's crazy so throughout that process do you do you end up hating your game from playing it so much, testing it, or do you kind of like fall in love and then maybe a day or two are like ah? <laughs> it's a it it is it's a roller coaster. Like I, because the way I have to play the game, I don't ever get to experience it raw. Like I don't ever like I already know the story when I'm going into it. I know what to expect. I know what to do. So I don't ever get the magic. The magic comes in waves though. Like sometimes after we've made like a bunch of changes. And I just play the game, and then I forget that I'm supposed to be bug testing it, and I'm just like enjoying the story. Those nice. moments feel really good. Um, but yeah, there's a lot of times where you're just like, "This is dog water." <laughs> I don't want to. <laughs> like, what am I doing? Is anyone going to play this game? Do I like it? Like, is anyone going to like it? Like, I, I used to be a confident kind of person, uh, and I thought that yeah, the game is going to be amazing, and I would never second guess myself. <laughs> but, well, I mean, your 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 teacher told you so. So yeah, my teacher. <laughs> told me so. You passed the tribunal. I, yeah, I passed the tribunal, so I mean, it had to be great, right? But no, there was, yeah, there was so many times I hated the game. Like, I was like, I don't... Because, like, uh, how chaotic uh, the, making the game wound up being, uh, there were a lot of times where the game didn't feel like a game. We didn't feel like we had a game until, like, you know, literally in, like, July. 
or something, you know, <laughs> of this year. It didn't feel it didn't feel complete, or it didn't feel like I had no idea what it was gonna feel like. Um, so I remember because we, you know, from the round table and all the other the old stuff we used to do with um, all the other guys at the round table. Like we had a private chat, and I remember like you didn't do anything you shouldn't have been doing, but you're like, I can't wait to tell you guys what just happened. And yeah. I think you said that like once a month for a couple of months um, around that same time. And once you could say something about, you know, the voice actors and stuff, and yeah. then you were started like releasing samples or clips and stuff. And it was like, wow. And <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, I mean, that really I, being in that game with those incredible with that incredible talent is just like it it transports you like i said right and like you don't know i don't know you don't really feel like you're watching it but you also don't feel like you're playing it it's kind of a mix of the two it's it's really incredible when you're in there yeah. so yeah 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 i think it was i think that's what that's when i stopped hating the game or like stopped hating how things felt was when we got the voice acting in there and there were so many times when that wasn't gonna happen there were people there were people who didn't want that to happen <laughs> and i had to fight tooth and nail to make that happen um and i'm glad i did because it was it was worth it um like it changes every it changed everything like it made the game feel so amazing and like the the people i mean we hired like so many legendary talents like i grew up watching these people in anime and, and i thought that was just like such a wild thing yeah. Uh, it was so hard to keep it a secret from everyone that we had like you know Eisen the guy who acted you know it was Eisen and Bleach you know or... I was gonna say you, I told my girlfriend that the other day and she's like what? what? Like, yeah. <laughs> like motherfucker was in the round table never told me that one <laughs> yeah I couldn't talk about it like it was very like I'd get in super trouble if I talked about it and uh, like just the fact that like the old guy the very first guy you meet is like soul bad guy you know like that the guy who 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 acts that character in uh, what's that fighting game? I always keep forgetting the name of it. Um, Is that Tekken? No, it's not Tekken. No, 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 no. Am I going God. too far back? Guilty Gear. Oh, Guilty yeah. Gear. He's the he's the one of the main characters of Guilty Gear. You know, Jeez. Um, and he's also like Van Hel the guy who plays Alucard and Van Helsing, uh, super old wow. anime. Um, he's the legend. Like, there's, it's crazy. There's just so many other legendary. We got Don Flamingo's voice actor. Like, <laughs> I thought that shit was wild. Um. <laughs> yeah, there were a couple, and I think it was from um, Van Helsing. Or, yeah. I'm like, I know that, and I was, because I, I, I mean, if you guys listen to the podcast, you've been on the podcast. I'm terrible with names. We have yeah, me too. everything. I'm, I'm like, I know that voice, and it was just, it brings that familiarity right yeah. into it with it if you've watched anime or anything else and whatever they've been in, but it's just like, I know this, I know this yeah. person. <laughs> like, yeah. It's, it's really, really crazy. Yeah. It, um, I, I think that like, that's the most unbelievable part for me. Like I, I can't, I didn't think like, that's the kind of thing. Like I normally am pretty optimistic and I think like, Oh yeah, this is going to be, you know, this will happen for sure. Um, but that was one of the things like I couldn't believe was going to happen how did that happen <laughs> um so so like i i want to shout out shout out to ash from smg studios they make uh moving out great game um that i was always been a big inspiration from that game actually artistically when i was first starting out in 3d stuff 
Um, and SMG Studios, I reached out to them one day um, and told them about my game. And I told them, like, hey, I'm getting a lot of interest from companies. Uh, I'm a fan of your game. Can you give me advice or whatever? Uh, and then they just took me under their wing and just made me their, like, I don't know. Ash just took care of me for any type Project. of game dev. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He He's basically my game dev mentor for this entire time and has always just been super supportive of anything I ever did. But his company is also in partner with a really big company in Japan. Um, and that company in Japan is very powerful. They can do like all sorts of, you know, whatever. If you want it, you ask for it. They can get it for you for the most part. Yeah. Um, and so that, that was such a lucky, like, oh, what a coincidence. That's a great, <laughs> great thing. So once uh, SMG got invested into the game, um, that's when, uh, because of those connections with SMG Studios, they were able to have, you know, those Japan connections. And through them, they were able to pull any actor that we, we wanted. Wow. Um, <laughs> that company is like that powerful or whatever and this <laughs> it's like i was like okay well that's great um and so basically i just we gave them a list uh of voice actors that we wanted um i didn't pick it moa moa was the big brain on that one she she's like a big voice actor fan um and she actually went to the studio with them and <laughs> uh and helped you know gave them a little direction or like you know talk to them about the role or whatever um the other crazy thing, and I know I'm going on about this, but like, please do. <laughs> they loved, they loved the script. They thought it was so good. They were all so happy that they got to act. A lot of them got to act in ways they don't normally get to do. Like we let them do whatever they wanted. Like if they wanted to like change the script slightly, or if they wanted to like just say like some crazy line or like scream or what, make a weird sound. We let them do it. They did whatever they wanted, for the most part. Like the podunk. Uh... Yeah, statue. That was so yeah, funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. The, the, yeah she's like, eh. <laughs> I can't do it. I try. I can't do it. I can't do it. But she, she did that, and she was so happy that we let her just do that type of stuff. That they all, they all enjoyed the working experience so much that they, you know, they they want, they all were like, yeah, if you do an anime, we'll come back and do the voices. So, wow. Um, I so hope that awesome. happens, man. That'd be yeah, so I think, awesome. I think an anime <laughs> for the game would be great. I think it'd be really funny. Um, because I think it just has like a lot of potential. Um, so anyone at that company know anyone at Netflix and? Uh... <laughs> uh, yes, yes. There's, there's, so that's like basically if this game does well, that's gonna open the doors for a lot of crazy stuff. Um, awesome. So the possibilities are endless. I just have to let people know that the game exists. But <laughs> that's my biggest challenge. I mean, all the characters, like, I haven't gotten through the entire game, but, yeah, like, all, all the, yeah, and that's, that's awesome for VR. But out of all the awesome characters, like Junko, man, just, you meet her, you learn how to fish, she punches a fucking shark. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> that was a last-minute addition. <laughs> so. I literally put that in, like, a day, like, two days before the game was. <laughs> <laughs> a bad pun, but I was hooked right there. But. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, she has to punch a shark. You know, that's got to be in the game. Like, uh, we all worked really hard to get that in last minute. Um, but yeah, that's it. Just she's she was actually one of the very first female characters that we ever designed. Um, one of my friends who used to work on this game with me, starting out back in the day, uh, he suggested the character. He's like, I want you to put a really buff Fisher lady in there, and it's gonna be great. And I'm like, okay, cool. And I was like, that sounds great to me. Um, 
So yeah, Junko Junko's goaded. Yeah, her voice actress is amazing. Uh, she yeah. did a really good job. I had no idea how she was gonna sound, and I I think it it turned out like amazing. Like, um, so and she's really sweet. She she retweets the game all the time and helps promote it. Um, but yeah, love Junko. Really I have cool. a uh, close the loop question. Yeah. Way back in the dev roundtables, you mentioned um, I think you had like a I don't know if it's a ghostwriter or some sort of somebody giving you notes, some Japanese writer yeah. giving you notes, yeah. and something about like you had the the quintessential bad boy character that everyone loves, and then that's like not popular anymore, and you, you oh some, yeah friction in there like how <laughs> oh that, yeah because you were like yeah. you were so mad you're like I want this character, and he's saying it's not popular, don't do it, and you're like Arr. yeah yeah I mean I just uh, pretty much whatever 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 there are she's not even a ghostwriter she's actually just our writer. Uh, whatever, whatever she said, you know, we we just did. Uh, I didn't mm. want to like grind any gears or you know do anything like that because like if that's the case, if those types of characters aren't very popular over there, I don't want to like do anything too. Because I'm trying to cater to multiple audiences, right? Mm -hmm. So like, so I wanted to do. So we yeah, we, we took it out. You know, it's fine. <laughs> okay. Sometimes you have to make. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Sometimes you have to do that. Sometimes you have to kind of like make uh, concessions on things that. Even if it's your game, you still want to compromises. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You you want people on your team to like, you know, feel it's good. You should you should make compromises if people bring it up. So yeah, I was just gonna say, you know, in the movie world, you hear some directors kind of work that way, and it just I think it brings a whole nother level of because then everyone feels invested and involved. Yeah. I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah. But. Do you find that hard to kind of give up that control? Or are you like, I totally trust? Oh, it is okay. No, 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 no. <laughs> I hate. I I want. I want to be in charge of every single minute detail in the game. But that's not good. <laughs> I, I tried. I started off being that way. I tr I was very kind of micromanagey uh, in some parts, and it kind of really made things difficult. Um, I was like really picky about the game's map because um, I had spent. I had spent like two or three years planning this game's map, or like dreaming about the game's map and like where it would be set, you know. Um, and I just, I could, I never, I was just, I, I spent so long trying to make the map that it, it hindered the game's progress <laughs> by, by a ton. Um, big mistake. I shouldn't have been so like nitpicky about the map, um, even though it turned out amazing. But like. It was it was a big problem. <laughs> you can't make a game without a map. Okay, we tried, we tried. We had this like, the programmers were so tired of waiting for me to make the map, or whatever. They would like, they they built like this flat version of the map, which is a flat terrain, and they would just like try to plot out the entire game on this like placeholder map, um, and it was it was not good. So I, I <laughs> big time. <laughs> That sounds like you you grew quite a bit as a person through this. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's yeah. awesome. I, learned a lot. I mean, it it's my first time running a studio. It's my first time running a project of this scale. I think I've I've done projects before, but they were only for like a few months, right? Not a whole semester period. Yeah, yeah, just a semester, you know. And I would run, show run those, and um, I made lots of mistakes in this in this project. Um, but I think I've learned. I've learned so much that I, I really hope I get to. Keep, I really hope I get to keep making more, <laughs> because now I know how to do everything better, um, and avoid those pitfalls. But yeah, it was hard <laughs> to get control at first. Did you learn nothing from the uh, wacky deli episodes of uh, Rocco's Modern Life? <laughs> 
Yo, that's such a deep cut. I can't. I I can only remember so little of Rocco. I only remember Rocco's house and anything that took place out of his house. I barely remember. I I barely remember it too. I just remember they ran over a cactus in one episode. It was hilarious. But um, oh no. yeah, um, this he's like running across the road and stops. But um yeah, I think there was an episode and, I remember with a toaster about a toaster. That's um, I don't remember. Yeah. Anyway, we're old. But yeah, they just like <laughs> when uh, when you give like artists full control over a big project. Yeah. It, it <laughs> needs yeah, a it, team. Yeah. It, it it's 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 tough. Like it's just not. I shouldn't have been that way. But eh. yeah. No, you know. Not you know. <laughs> yeah. At least I wanted to try. It's <laughs> uh, crazy. Yeah. I don't want to stop talking about the game, but do you, like, and then I know, like, Talk about anything. the game just launched, but I'm just curious, because <clears throat> obviously we, we've talked to a lot of devs, but yeah. if you were to make, all the cool people. We, we try to, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> just to take some time sometimes, um, yeah. would, are you looking to continue work on this game? I'm sure you are a little bit, but like, is there like another, uh, well, so, game uh, you'd like to kind of switch gears to spoilers uh so if you don't want to hear any spoilers just you know, close your ears for a second um the game ends on a cliffhanger right so there's supposed to be a part two to the game um and i hope we get to make it um so nice yeah i, I want to keep more adding we have like actually some big updates planned like at the moment you can't play mini games m multiple times or whatever, or you can't repeat quests, and so we're going to add the ability to do those types of things. Awesome. Um, so that'll be a big update, and then another big update. You know, hopefully we get to make part two one day. Like, hopefully this sells enough that we can make part two, and whatever happens after that, I would love to keep making more content for the game as long as I'm able. But I do have a side project that I'm uh, tinkering with uh, on the side. Um, because, like, um, at the moment, we're just kind of waiting on, you know, uh, to see how the game does. So we don't, we don't, we have no idea what our future is. Like, it's very, who knows? <laughs> and so, like, outside of just, like, polishing the game, um, which we, we, we do it during the week, you know. And so on the weekends, um, to settle my brain and decompress, I'm, I'm working on, like, a so small side project. Um, nice. It's going to be a passive, it's going to be an FPPS First person um, passive shooter? Yeah, a, a first person pacifist. Pacifist. <laughs> so if you kill someone, it's game over. But you still got to use your gun to, like, you know, do things. Um, so that's my that's my next. It's going to be like a Trigun Western themed yeah. um, game. <laughs> so, Trigun. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So I, that's kind of like, you know, I want to make more games. I want to keep making more Sushi Ben. Um, but who knows? <laughs> who knows that's all good stuff though Eisen how'd you get that it's, crazy. <laughs> it's a it's a mystery to me I can't believe it happened uh, they like the scripts what can I say so oh go ahead Wookie you compromised you, you yeah relinquish <laughs> the control you learned yeah. I learned <laughs> the hero's journey yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. That, that, that makes that, that sounds about right how do we get it in the hands of more people? Because one thing I have a, with VR, it's like fun as hell and it's super engaging. But I saw somebody tweet just the other day. I don't remember who it was, but they said something like, um, 
got somebody into VR and their wife into another VR game, and it was the best time of their lives, and they haven't touched it since. I saw, like I saw that. I saw that yeah. exact. I saw that exact thing. I saw that exact tweet, and I was like, oh, "It's so true." Mm-hmm. <laughs> if, you, if you take a good video of the game, like the the gift behind PJ is gorgeous, and that's like yeah. enough to catch an eye. It's enough to catch but, an eye, but it's not enough to get you the headset on. Right. Um, and I even have troubles too, like. I had the rift. I gave my rift to PJ because there were so many complications with mine in the room, the sensors and stuff that it just—it yeah. was hard to get set up. Like, it took 40 minutes to get set up, and my right arm wouldn't work in Pavlov. And then yeah. it like it turned this way, and PJ's headshot, and man, I can't do it. Ah, <laughs> oh, so as much fun as VR is, it's—it is sometimes a challenge with the headset on. But even if your videos don't look good, because you know, like I said, videos yeah. in VR are hard to convey that. Yeah. If you get people to put the damn headset on, how do you get them to put the damn headset back on? Well, I think I think it's just making something engaging. Like, I am actually shocked at the amount of people who have beat the game already. <laughs> like, there are people, like, I think it, to me, it's just engaging content. Hold on, I need to go mm-hmm. uh, catch my cat. One <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> do, do, do. I don't think we've had hold music. Maybe we uh, should. Actually, I have my headset still on, but... <laughs> Otherwise, it was it was weird starting up the episode because you know in our in our VR space you hit a button and it does this and that and I'm like out of muscle memory I'm going to hit those buttons I'm like hey hey you're not doing that (laughs) there's nothing to doing it I'm just typing weird crap on the screen now (laughs) zero space um, (laughs) swing back around to the headset thing like um. The, I think that the, I mean, the Quest 3 is a huge improvement on that reusability. Um, you know, outside of outside of the Quest 3 being, like, easier to put on your head, an MR goes a long way in making using a VR headset just feel so much better. Yes. Um, I don't have to, like, look for my controllers anymore. I yep. can just <laughs> put it on. Because, like, I'm, I'm a messy, disorganized person. My controllers are all over the place. Um, and so, like, I can find my controllers. If my cats are yelling at me, I can just go walk over there and grab the cat and move them <laughs> out of the way or whatever. You know, it's it's fantastic. Um, but my mom, she's never used VR before. Um, she bought a Quest 3. She was able to buy it, install, and use and play my game without any help from me at all. And just, she's like, you know, 100 years old or something. So <laughs> for her to be able to use, like, a... VR game, and then she enjoys it enough that she keeps playing it. Obviously, because it's my game, obviously she's gonna yeah. enjoy playing it, right? <laughs> but still, just it's not so annoying that she doesn't want to keep putting the headset on. Yeah. Um, and so I think, I think barrier reduction. Yeah. I think the Quest Three is a step in the right direction, and then I think that um, the content of the games just needs to be more compelling. That's um, absolutely people, true too. People keep thinking. People people keep seeing games, and even with my game. Uh, perceptions or people are saying like oh it's just a collection of mini games well yeah it is a collection of there are there is a collection of mini games but there's also a story that connects them all you know um but most people think that about mini games and trying to change that perception of vr games being tech demos is tough um but um and not that you can't play your game standing up or should you not play it standing up because i play standing up as much as i can but I also work long days, and some days I just love having a game like yours where you can just yes. kind of exist in the world, go through the narrative, get a story, 
you know, get out of, you know, yeah. get into a new universe and forget about real life for a while, like, I, and sit down. <laughs> that's literally what I told everyone. I've been preaching that since day one when I've been making this game. I do not, I will never play the game standing. Never. I have never, I've only played, the only time I've ever played this game standing was when I had to test ping pong because ping pong is, it's pretty tough if you're sitting for the most part, because <laughs> um, I wanted to have more fun because standing, standing ping pong is awesome. Um, but like, I never stood. I never stood once making this game. <laughs> because I'm just, I know there's people like you. I'm like you. When I was done working, when I was done waiting tables, I'm not going to go stand um, and play a game. And I think that's a, I think that's something that meta needs to do, like marketing wise, is show that yeah. you can, there are games that you can play sitting down. And once you do that, uh, even though like, could you imagine just advertising someone sitting on a couch? Like, I don't think that's probably very sexy advertising, but like. Well, I, I, I'd almost disagree with that. Like, if you so uh, show someone laying in bed and doing like a MR hand game oh, or yeah. watching just watching Netflix, and that's one thing where the Quest Three, like the the OG head strap, is really good for. Like, you can just yes. lay back without I, an issue. I, and I don't swap. I don't swap out my headset for that reason. I I don't I like <laughs> how comfortable this thing is. I don't like clunky, big, thick headsets. I've never. I've always used the default strap. <laughs> <laughs> because um with the quest 2 i had the elite strap and there you can't do that you lay down and it just like lifts it off your face and like, yeah, yeah 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 it's 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 not great um but now you can like it's just so it's so it's so cool uh, that pass through is good enough to like yeah actually actually do it you know actually do something that uh lets you use the app yeah i fully agree um because again i have a game room and like Rift has been to this well to this day like my favorite headset overall and even though the screen isn't as clear and all that I still use it cuz overall like comfort audio all that um yeah. so I have my cables managed like I can literally come in here and put my headset on and not have any barriers that we've been kind of talking about yeah. um the moment I put the Quest 3 on when I got it like I'm like uh oh this might be it <laughs> because it, might be it. it felt good right it's it's light it's very clear the pass through i think is incredible like you said just being able to put my controllers on my hands and wrists or whatever without fumbling is amazing because i also really like the psvr2 headset but yep. thankfully that pops out and but the controllers are so crazy like you can't put them on without looking at them you just can't yeah, yeah. so that coming from that to the quest 3 like it was just like magic and the you just leave your little play space and you're right in you can see everything you can walk down a hall like it's just yep it's pretty yeah, i walk around i walk around with my headset on all the time yeah so your launch party or whatever where you were at the v yeah. uh, the sushi shop <laughs> with the, the thing on i was like oh that's that's pretty good yeah i think uh i, I did that just for the jokes like i I, mm -hmm. I, I i am and i wouldn't have done that if i wasn't you know that was literally the real life sushi bin right so like right. Uh, I had to. I had to do it. Um, I wish that if I didn't realize I didn't have internet or whatever there, because like I wanted to play the trailer while I was eating as like a marketing thing, <laughs> but I, I couldn't. I couldn't get it to work. So I, was like, mm. ah. I tried preloading it, but it, it it lost its buffer. So, um, but yeah, I think the Quest Three is such a huge step in the right direction, and I think that like even like plugging in the power, like when I'm my battery's low, I just go boop boop, and then I go grab the I grab the cable. Click yep. it in and I'm done. That's it. And then I go back into my game. Yeah, um, it's, it's it's awesome. it, it's a game changer, I think. Yeah, but I'm still but like, rocking the Quest One. 
Yeah. Pain. Pain. Uh, like I, but again, the answer to the question of like, how do you get people to, like, how do you get people to see your game and buy it and put the headset on and keep coming back? You know, it's I, the, the Quest headset being awesome, like the pass through stuff, and then just good, good content that's worth coming back to. I think. Um, well, Twitter used to be like the easy mode to do all that stuff, but now kind of seems like it's a little bit jacked up. So Twitter, Twitter is a mess. Uh, um, my account was search banned not long ago, like on release release week. My 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 Twitter account had some like dings on it for some reason. It was ban- search banned, and like uh, none of my content was being promoted. So that was that was what feels bad. Um, but yeah, like I I have plenty. So there's. One thing about my game, I know for a fact that people have bought headsets just to play our game, and I watched some of them live stream, and it was so painful to see them like getting over those first VR hurdles, you know, like getting used to using the controllers or like mm. any of that stuff. And I was like, oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I could help you. I wish I could hold your hand, you know. <laughs> Sometimes I would hop in the chats and I would help them. I'd be like, oh, if you press the controller forward, you can teleport or whatever. Um, even though they saw the tutorial, sometimes they would forget, you know, because they're new to VR. Yeah. And, um, so sometimes if I get into a game, I still forget. Like, oh hey, I can also teleport. Like, I'll just yeah. forget. Yeah, because yeah, like normal normal gamers, teleporting is not a thing. I think even a lot of VR games, teleporting is not like default. Like, it's not like uh, people don't want to teleport, right? They don't. Most people think that they want to just walk around and use slow mm-hmm. motion. But I think uh, in our game, it's actually fun to teleport because you teleport on top of buildings. And you can like just go wherever you want with teleporting, um, and so we tried to incorporate that into like parts of the game where you kind of like have to teleport for some things. Um, so I like teleporting around. I like stick locomotion. I like to use all of it. So yeah, but yeah, I always I'm a big options person. The more you can supply, the better. And I love games that you can walk around all you want, and then you just like do like click something around the other stick you just push forward and teleport whenever because yeah. you know some games where you can climb and jump and stuff it's great but again like sometimes depending on the game like okay i already did that i don't want to go through all that like if you died or something like i don't want to do that yeah. again i just want to get over there so Quick you know save. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's i mean i don't even get me going on saves because that's my biggest one of, yeah one of my biggest things in <laughs> vr is <laughs> Saving, but we goofed. We goofed hard on our save states. <laughs> I think our biggest, our biggest complaint currently right now is that uh, this, other than just bugs that we've already fixed and things or whatever, but biggest complaint, saving in our game is awful. <laughs> because the game uh, wound up being when we added voice acting, the game became longer than we had anticipated, or whatever. Um, like. The, the quests were supposed to be like 15 minutes each or whatever, but when we started adding like di- voice dialogue, it became, it doubled the length of every quest. And we thought maybe, okay, 15 minutes, then it will then once you complete the quest, it'll save for you because nothing is that long. Um, but now our quests are like 30 minutes each and they don't have any checkpoints. And so, like, if you quit in the middle of a quest and you didn't complete the quest, you have to start over. <laughs> yeah. So. And that's, that's my biggest thing, with, especially on, you know, the, quest headsets your battery is gonna die like yeah you could r- rush to get it plugged in but sometimes you just don't make it <laughs> and we're our biggest our the biggest thing we're working on once we finish the ps2 uh the ps the psvr version um is 
reworking the save system because it is it doesn't work for the scope of the game. But, but when we first made the game, because like that's one of the very first systems we had to make was the save system, uh, and it just no longer felt it no, it no longer fit the the pace of the game. So, but there's nothing we could do about it until you know the rest of the game is done, and so now we have to, now we can go back and fix it. But yeah, that's our biggest. <laughs> that is the biggest complaint about the game. There's a lot of uh, low stars on the reviews that say the save system sucks, and I'm like, I'm sorry. <laughs> we know. <laughs> we know. <laughs> um, I'm probably one of the worst people for that. Like, not that I've complained about your games. I don't have a Quest Three, but uh, yeah. My my horrible horror story for that is uh, playing Skyrim. When it came to the 360 and the old Kinect, and it had like a voice command. The only way you could quick save in that entire game, if you had a Kinect. So I plugged it in, and then I hate redoing like a hallway. Like, oh, hit a yeah. trap, died. I don't want to loot all of those things. <laughs> and I would just sit there, quick save. And my girlfriend would hear it like down the hall. And I'd be like, quick save, quick save. And I would just do it, and like, Sean kind of like, quick shave. You know, like, whatever. And she's like, shut up. <laughs> I'm like, I can't. I don't want to walk down the hallway again. So I'm sorry yeah. on behalf of most gamers that are like me, lazy. <laughs> I, I, it's not. I think it's. I think that's. I think that's valid. Like I think there's no. Re well, there, there's technical reasons why our game doesn't have like a a quick save. Um, you know, we don't have a billion dollars to come up with like a, a super right. amazing save system, and it's really complicated with a game like ours, like you have to make sure all the NPCs are at that given point when you save and then make sure that you... It's a it's a big mess. It's hard. Mm -hmm. It's not an easy thing to do. Everyone thinks that like games you know, yeah. you, you make all these, you make a game saving, saving a game is the most basic thing in games like that is like the thing that every game has nowadays, most games all have quick save, but it's not an easy thing to implement. It's not something that you can just it takes a ton of work and we just did not have the manpower to do something like that yeah um, and it's it's not a laziness thing all the time like it's a time saver like you said wookie like in a game like skyrim like i don't want to do the same thing twice if i yeah didn't you, shouldn't. you know i want to just keep moving forward with my time like sometimes i only got 10 minutes so i don't want to like yeah you should you should respect we, i mean you we should respect players time and no one wants to redo content they've already done if they haven't beat the game already right so like yeah. um so that is our biggest focus like we really want to get that fixed because it i don't i don't want people to have that problem um i feel for them <laughs> <laughs> uh, so kind of on that point i'm curious from a dev's perspective you know some people don't look at the reviews some look at every single one of them and reply yeah it all kind of depends on your your temperament or whatever you want to call it but uh what do you how do you roll with reviews and stuff and i read every single one of them <laughs> i will find every i want to know every single opinion because i want to genuinely figure out why they feel that way and i want to potentially fix the problems that they have with it like i and don't think that i can attest that you do that because i left my review and like two minutes later in our private chat you're like hey man thanks so yeah. <laughs> wow <laughs> yeah i literally every day when i wake up i refresh the reviews because like it refreshes once a day so I'm, before I get out of bed, I read the reviews. I, I check and see if anyone had... Because a lot of times people... Because games... Like, reporting a bug in a game is weird. Like, there's no way, easy way to do it. So some people will leave a bad review so that they see that the bug that they have. Yeah. And so that we go and fix it. Or they could come in our Discord, or they can email us. There's a million ways to reach us. But a lot of people just leave a bad review and say, I love the game, but can you fix this? And I'm like, 
Yes, <laughs> I will. I will go and fix that. Um, and so every day when I wake up, I check that to make sure that no one has left a review that I can't make better, right? Um, and I just enjoy seeing people enjoy the game. Like I had no idea if people were gonna like the game or not, you know. Um, so I if you the game, <laughs> so, but I don't know if other people. Your mom liked the game. Yeah. My mom liked the game. I can't believe it. She. I thought she would. I thought she would roll. I thought she'd die if she saw Manami's intro. <laughs> <laughs> but she said that was awesome. She said that was so cool, and I was like, "Thanks, mom." <laughs> but there, there could be a, an advertising slogan there. I'm like, my yeah. mom likes the game. My you mom know, likes the game. <laughs> yeah, if my mom likes the game, she's never played any VR game in her life. She's barely played any video game in her entire life, and then she was able to put on a VR headset and play without getting sick. I think that's a pretty good testimonial. Yeah. You know? Yeah, that's. Um, no VR legs needed for Sushi Ben. Sit in your chair, press and, and teleport or walk, whatever. You, you're good. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, we've we've talked about it before. I don't know if you've been part of the conversations, but you know, with a with a really bad review, like there's always an ounce of truth, but you know, just masked with you know whatever you want to call it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But um. <laughs> Has has any of them affected you for a little bit before you can say, okay, um, I, they're just saying, you know, they're just trying to, they want to enjoy the game too, and they just can't for some reason. So there is a there is a review. So like some of the reviews aren't in English, right? So some of them are French or Japanese or whatever. And there is this. Uh, so I'll go and scroll. This guy gave me three two stars, and I'm like, why did he give me two stars? And I I scroll down, and he goes, the game is ugly. <laughs> what? <Just> like, <laughs> and I was just like. I don't think I don't. You just have bad taste. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> like very, that's the only time. Like, if someone calls the game ugly and they're not like critical about it in a way like, oh, the foveated rendering is too high, or yeah. <laughs> the the pixel density isn't high enough, and so the game is a blurry mess. Those types of critiques and feedback I want to know, and some of them I can't fix because of you know performance reasons. But um, yeah, that 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 stuff. I don't, I don't know. I haven't been bothered. There hasn't been a bad review. There hasn't been a review yet that I considered that bad. Like, nice. The only the only bad reviews are ones where the game crashes and <laughs> uh, we fixed all that stuff. So like they changed their reviews. So nice. Um, as long as they change the review, that's yeah, yeah, yeah. Like updating the review, that's like that's great. Like um, it's hard enough to get people to leave a review. Yeah. So they go yeah. back and yeah. fix your review. That's that's crazy. Yeah. You've reached out. Uh, and you touch your brother heart. <laughs> yep, yep. <laughs> I'm, I'm still stuck on the guy calling it ugly because I mean it's not like you see the screenshots and the video and you fire up the game and it looks any different yeah, yeah. It, it looks <laughs> point. It's the, it isn't different they're not yeah. doing anything it's like the only difference might be like pixel density in some areas like you shouldn't yeah. get an hour into the game and be like I hate anime and this art yeah. style like, like why did he buy the game in the first place like why did he buy it it looks just like it does in the trailer <laughs> Why would you buy it and call it ugly? I don't. <laughs> um, I don't understand that. No. But uh, I mean, everyone's got their opinion. I mean, yeah. I don't know. It's weird. We're <laughs> uh, weird. They're not worth figuring out sometimes. Yeah, yeah. So, like sometimes reviews of that, you just well, I I definitely d disagree with you. And all the other five star reviews calling the game beautiful, you know, you just you ignore that kind of stuff. Um, yeah, I can't think of anything. I can't think of anyone calling the game on fun you, you know what the one you know what actually the one critique that people leave that makes me that hurts a little the, the lack of interactivity in the game 
Um, I just didn't have the time or budget to add a lot of interactivity to the game. Um, because like we were petting dogs, or well, no, we, you can pet dogs in my game. I made that. I made sure that you could do uh, that. What else do you need? <laughs> That's like you say, like what? That was the ultimate. Like that was like day one. Like if there's a dog, you have to be able to pet it. Um, <laughs> I've got panels. I've got petting. Yeah, I got panels. I got petting. <laughs> like so, like in you know, in the use the players. If you ever go into the players' apartment, there's all these like doors and knobs and stuff. You can't mm-hmm. you can't play with them. That's that. Kind I'm of sorry. Stuff, yeah. yeah, that kind of stuff. Because like that stuff is fun, but I still think it's novelty you know? yeah do you you get in a game that actually has that and you do it once or twice and then you don't do it again is yeah I, if it's I... not a part of gameplay <laughs> if it's not like a core element of the game where you have to go and like search for items like in drawers or like yeah things like that it's it doesn't it only adds short-term value and vr has enough short-term value like i i think that um, do I want those? Yes. <laughs> I want them. I think everything in a VR game should be interactable, but I don't think a studio of my size can do that. We, we couldn't. We tried. Um, we just couldn't pull it off. There was just too, It's just too much work. And it, it's also very performance-heavy on some places. Or whatever. <laughs> to do that. My cat is being an absolute jerk. Mine are, too. I don't know. It must be a full moon or something. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's that's why I think those reviews hurt. And then the other other negative reviews, where people say you can't talk to NPCs, um, out you don't have chat GDP and yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah I can't go around. We have dialogue written for them. Uh, we just we couldn't get it all in. You know, there's just so much. The game is so big. Uh, I mean, that's for the fun of it. Like I'll, I talk to them even if you can't in-game i yeah, just yeah. talk to them <laughs> just yeah, i mean i see people when they're streaming they just talk to them even like yeah. with their mouth you know they're like hey you you know i mean it's just like that doorknob that's not going to let me turn it yeah i mean yeah it's part of your is your own creativity like <laughs> yeah i have seen people do such fun stuff with the game and i never i never would have thought like because i was worried that our game didn't have any of that like what, what's that word uh, no <laughs> it's it's something that describes like uh organic like gameplay happening organically that you the, the players didn't and int- the devs didn't intend uh, there's a word for it i just don't remember what the word is um but it's uh oh emergent gameplay <laughs> so i thought our game didn't have any opportunity for that type of gameplay where the players will do their own thing and they'll have a fun time with it there was somebody who found a bug because there was a bug where this pig didn't despawn when he was supposed to despawn and so someone just took it was Adam Bomb uh, Adam Bait I can't Adam Bomb Body yeah Adam Bomb Body she took one of the pigs that was left over from a quest and she stole it and stuck it in her apartment Did she tweet about that? Yep. Yeah. 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 She tweeted about that and she just like took the pig hostage. It's crazy. So I have to ask, <laughs> when you fix things, is, did she lose her pig? Yeah, because the pig despawns when the load when we load the next part of the game. But yeah. I'm making that a feature. There you go. <laughs> I'm gonna put. The, I'm gonna keep that in the game where you can like just steal, steal pets. Um, you have to give it like. You have to give one of like that one of them like red hair or something in honor of, yeah. of her. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, She's so nice. awesome. So it's, it's so funny. <laughs> And then one of these other one of the, one of our other players, uh, his name's Catman. Uh, he's in our Discord, and he'll post like the funniest stuff. He'll like 
he went and caught like 50 eels or something and then set them all at the dinner table and was pretending like he was having sushi with the eels. <laughs> <laughs> and then he would just carry eels around the entire game and would just slap people with them. I, just, I was like, yes, I'm glad that happened. Um, so... And this one girl, she caught him. We thought we deleted an asset. Like, uh, there was like a, you could catch like a piece of meat or whatever. Uh, it's a really low chance. We thought we removed it from the game, but she caught this piece of meat and then she like just took it to her apartment and just left it there and went talking to it <laughs> like it was a pet or something. <laughs> so I'm glad people are doing awesome. stuff like that. Uh, yeah. I love randomness. Yeah. Well, I don't think we've actually given Dima here the the usual treatment, asking like what games they grew up in and stuff. Oh, yeah. Where did you? What What's your first experience in game? What do you? What did um, you... I think the very first game I ever saw was uh, Link to the Past. Uh, my cousin yeah. had like a Nintendo uh, NES, um, or Super NES, whatever. Um, and uh, yeah, I saw that game. I was like, "Wow, that's so cool!" Um, and then a few years later, I finally got like Donkey Kong was the very first game I ever played, or like, yeah, Donkey Kong Country was the very first game I ever played. Um, and I love that series. So, like <laughs> Donkey Kong, I grew up playing Donkey Kong, um, and then the Zelda games just wound up being like a big inspiration. Like I tried to make major, I tried to make my own version of Majora's Mask. Uh, in this game, but I kind of that that wound up being too hard, so I had to ditch that idea. But yeah, um, Majora's Mask is my favorite all-time game. Really? Uh, yep. Um, and then World of Warcraft, like RPGs like uh, Chrono Trigger, Chrono Cross, um, Grandia on the uh, in, uh, Dreamcast. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and then Grandia Two or whatever. I think was the one I liked. Uh, I think it was Grandia Two was the one I like. Yeah. It was like yeah, a time-based, like turn-based. You yeah, could actually do yeah. some actions at the time. I was sitting there like, yeah. what is this? Man? Yeah, it's <laughs> crazy. Oh, um, I loved that game. And then, like, um, so Zelda, those types of some RPG, JRPGs. Final Fantasy X was a big one for me. Um, I even tried to cut my hair like Titus's hair or whatever. <laughs> uh, so there's some strange photos of me on the internet somewhere with the <laughs> oh. hair. <laughs> <laughs> and then um and then i think the other biggest influence for me is world of warcraft yeah um i played that i mean that, that was like my religion playing world of warcraft um from the time i was like 14 to college nice. when i had to quit it um <laughs> and then dota dota 2 is the other game um that i'm a, a friend was in a wow guild i forget what it was called with somebody that created the original dota Oh really? That's crazy. You're like, tell me weird facts. I don't remember him. And I was like, oh, that's awesome. <laughs> ice. Well, not. I guess Ice Rock technically might not have made Dota, but um, yeah, maybe it was one of the guys. That's what he said anyway. Fun. I had no, what, no. Yeah, way yeah, yeah no. I, it, it, it would make sense. I mean, it, it would make sense. It was <laughs> one of the big guilds where you had to like get the points before they had any point system and do the raid. Yeah, I was complaining yeah. about that crap. And yeah, we had our guild had that stuff too. We had like the, yeah. the DKP system or whatever. Yeah, I was just walking around ganking. Yeah, that yeah, I love ganking people. Like that was my favorite thing to do. Uh, I think PvP more than anything. Um, yeah, so, baby. so yeah, once once I started playing WoW, other games kind of just fell off the radar for me. <laughs> that uh, happened. Yeah, I'm usually a one game kind of guy. Like I don't really play um, a lot of stuff. Oh, so if you had like say a brother that might just <laughs> play every game that comes out, 
Yeah. And then seemingly like, oh, if I had somebody to play this with, like shame you every week. Yeah, you'd be, yeah, yeah. be kind of like, I'm playing my one game, leave me yeah, alone. Yeah, I'm playing my one game, leave me alone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right, just, no, sorry. I'm stuck on WoW. I just love the social, I love social games. Like any, any type of game that has like a, a social aspect to it, I want to, uh, I, I like that. Um, I wish to make Sushi Ben multiplayer one day. That's the that's the dream. Nice. That, I that's always yeah. I mean, we have a we played WoW for a long time and many times and taken many breaks. But one of the first go arounds, like, I mean, we just had so much fun. Like Wookie, a friend of ours, and myself. Like before, we really knew how the game worked. Yeah. Um. Well, it might have been in the. Can't remember where we were at exactly. Wookie, you'll know as soon as I say it, but. My friend and I were up in a tree, and Wookie took all his clothes off and was on the road in front of the tree, like trying to attract the horde to come attack him, so we could. We were in the southern half of the barrens. That's southern half of the barrens. barrens. Yep. Like, nothing like barrens chat. Yep. Yeah. I'm sitting oh there my. naked, like trying to be the, the piece of meat, and trying yeah. to get somebody to come over and gank me. And it just wasn't That's so funny. Dwarf wasn't <laughs> sexy. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. There was a repeat. One of the one of the New Year's Eves, we were on in Lock Modan on top of the the inn, the dancing year. naked, celebrating the New Year. You know, like just I don't know, stupid crap. But you can do so much. <laughs> yeah, that was January yeah, yeah, yeah. first, twenty two thousand five. <laughs> that was yeah, like the yeah. First that's one. yeah. That's when, that's when I started. That's when I right after I started playing was that time. Like, yeah, I loved WoW. Like, uh, I'm actually gonna play. I started playing. As soon as I finished the game, I started. I installed WoW Classic to do uh, hardcore. Nice. Um, so I've been playing that a little bit, and then, like, I want to do. I'm looking. I hope. I hope they have Classic Plus. I hope that's an actual thing. When BlizzCon, uh, I hope they announce that at BlizzCon because uh, I'd play. I'm, I'll definitely go full time <laughs> or something. <laughs> what is the plus part of that? I don't so, know. So, so like, instead of like making new expansions, they're just gonna make. They're gonna instead of like adding the do expansions. Yeah, it's yeah, it's gonna be its own thing. So WoW Classic will have its own, just become its own game where it'll have like updates that are not the old WoW expansions. You know, like no Burning Crusade, no, uh, you know, none of that stuff. Hmm. That's what I was hoping too, because like started playing Classic, but it is it does take a lot of time. Yeah, which would be fine if you had like a, a regular crew. Then it doesn't it doesn't matter if I'm you know leveling yeah. up or not. But sitting there when it first came out, nobody's playing it with me, and I'm sitting there like. Okay, Night Elf Druid chick. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why. Somebody on the server, like, they left the server. I'm like, I just got to, like, level 29, and it took me yep. ages. Yep. Because yep. I can't play 24-7, so that's the second part. But, yeah. Hmm. I kind of, I, I do kind of miss that kind of slow pace. Though, mm -hmm. so I'm kinda, I'm now that I'm old, I'm nostalgic for that. So. <laughs> I think I'm not against it. It's just, it's just, like you said, it's more fun with, like, the group. People, yeah, Keep yeah, 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 back, yeah. Be like, yeah, you need the freaking skills and leveling up, and now the... Retail has some really cool stuff about it, but like the little skill vendors where you got to go, oh, I got to go back to town to skill up. Doesn't even yeah. happen. You just get them all. Yeah. And it's like, what? That's a, where's the, <laughs> where's the slowness? Everything's just like yeah. thrown at you. Like, yeah, yeah. There's too much. It's too overwhelming. They they destroyed like the social aspect by the, you just like hop in to find a raid, or like you know the, the there's a lot finder. of yeah dungeon finder that just kind of ruins a lot of the, the charm of of you know the social aspects of WoW. Yeah. Um, it's double-edged sword because it's like I never really got into the big guild so there's not time for that. Yeah. So without it, I wouldn't have gotten to do anything. So. Yeah. No. Not it's 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 nuts, a weird, but. it's a weird thing. Uh, and so like that's why people want Classic Plus for like people who want like that old school feel, you know, the, and to the, for it to be its own thing. So. That'd be Hopefully. cool if it happens. 
Hopefully that'll happen. We'll see. Uh, well, are we gonna end up in a in a clan together? And yeah, <laughs> sure. yeah, why not? Let's I'll go. Try. Bring it in. It's <laughs> <laughs> gonna be fun. My problem with games, and we we can stop talking about this, but like whatever, I'll go yeah. forever. But like, I will if if friends are hooked on a game, I will practice that game. I was just telling this to PJ and our nephew and stuff like. Mm-hmm. Destiny 1 came out and people are playing we're trying to tackle the first raid in that game we're trying not to get any spoilers we're going in blind and I'm sitting there practicing yeah. no one else is playing I'm sitting there getting better at it so like if you remember old school WoW there was I don't remember their name but it was a I think it was a druid on the alliance side they had all the stuff and they had some <laughs> I don't remember what it was a hat or a ring whatever it made you look like a human pirate Oh so yeah, yeah, if yeah, they'd, yeah, yeah, yeah. They turn into the cheetah and run, but they would mm-hmm. still be a pirate. So you couldn't tell what oh, form really? they were taking. That's crazy. They were like a PvP monster. It was like my idol. That's hilarious. I didn't. I actually didn't know that. Cause I mean, I played a druid too, but I never had the pirate ring or whatever. So I didn't know that that would that was a thing. I never noticed. That's... Yeah, there's there's PvP videos of this person just smashing people because you can't tell when they're <laughs> a cheetah running away fast and then go back get yeah. them on and do whatever come back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just... I used to, I used to make oh. PvP videos. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. I uh, wish I'd made videos. We had, uh, I don't know if y'all remember, Cur- like there was a website called Curse uh, or whatever, mm-hmm. and that's where you got all your add-ons and shit. And they started Still doing, there, yeah. before YouTube, well, that's good. Before YouTube was a thing, they had they were trying to do video uploading or whatever, and we uploaded our my first PvP video to that site, and it was like featured on the front page for like for like a week or something. Nice. Uh, cause <clears throat> it was so dumb. <laughs> People liked it. So. <laughs> uh, good times. Um, Apparently, the number one sushi Ben fan is in our our YouTube yeah, chat. Crazy Cat Man, <laughs> number one. Really nice. Yeah, yeah, he's a uh, he. He is the yeah. He's the biggest fan. I have to say, he's he is the most biggest does he, fan. Does he have eels with him? Yeah, yeah. He's the eel guy. Yeah, he's the eel. Guy. He's nice. The eels. I'm sure, he's sitting there in VR with eels listening. <laughs> Uh, find a rubber eel and send it to him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I love I love our community. Uh, I think there's a lot of fun people. Uh, it's hard to keep and build a community, so if you got one, that's fantastic. Yeah, it's tough. We got a few core members that are pretty awesome, um, and then yeah, it definitely um, definitely has been great to see people enjoy the game and, and stick around. So it's <laughs> fantastic news. Yeah, happy I'm happy. Watching. Yeah, I'm happy. Everything is, everything is going good. Like I, I, I was expecting like a, a blast of sales at the start, but that didn't happen. But I don't think that that was probably ever going to happen, regardless of anything I could have done, just because of how stacked that that week that launch week was. Um, yeah. Okay, like, people still playing, um, Baldur's Gate three. And- yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's like there's a lot of competition. Um. And yeah, it's just I think we'll we'll get our time. I think once we have some big, I think there's some big VTubers that are gonna try playing the game sometime. Um, and once they, if they stream it, I think that'll be a big, big boon. But a lot of people are waiting for that Steam version <laughs> so they can stream better. Um, so maybe that'll be a big boost. But I'm I'm ha- I'm I, I'm I'm hopeful, and I think things are gonna go pretty well. In the so <clears throat> speaking of that, I have a question um, and a comment. I really love devs like yourself where on the meta platform you have cross buy so you buy it you can play it on any 
version of that you know system which is awesome yep. so having said that so you have like the pc meta version right yep so again i i can barely log into i've already forgot the freaking name of the system to to code shit um <laughs> unity maybe uh takes it took me like and i'm a technical person like i am in the technology like the first time i tried to get in unity i couldn't even get the goddamn thing to work um so there's where i'm at um so if you already have that version and this again this is just me with my my dumb understanding aside from what we've talked about like the quirks of every platform and the controllers and all that like yeah how much I don't know if, if there's a way to quantify it, but like how much work is it from so, that PC version to Steam platform? So if you any if anyone who has ever played our PC version, it feel it's not optimized for like the lowest like the like some people's because everyone has a computer is different, right? So like optimizing for PC is actually kind of difficult. Um the version that we have on PC isn't optimized that well and I've noticed some people streaming with it had some sprain stutters, so that's something you need to look into. But uh, so making sure it's performant, you know, at at least a baseline, find a base, good baseline to keep it performant. And then um, and then really, yeah, it's just making sure it works on all the headsets. That's really the biggest, biggest thing left to do. Um, but we have more, we have other priorities Like we need to get the Sony version out. Um, meta, the baseline of the game was uh, the Meta Quest version, right? So it's got to run on Quest. So. You know, that's the one we developed for and then once that one's done then we can go to PSVR and then we go to HTC and then we go to Steam so um, yeah that's really it's just testing the headsets and all that stuff so cool yeah and performance make sure it's it runs pretty good and I uh, you know like I said we've been talking for years and you've always had seemed to have like a pretty optimistic outlook you know and yeah. there'd be times you'd come in and you'd be like oh, i'm just i'm done i'm defeated <laughs> but then after chatting for like a half hour you're like all right i'm, I'm going back and i'm good yeah. like, <laughs> <laughs> and it was really neat to see like you and justin and johnny and um yeah. um he's gonna kill robert, me robert, robert thank you robert again better yeah. names um to really uh share like and that's the first time i've ever even been witness even in, like on the podcast or even like in our share chat, like you guys would be like, Hey, I'm fucking dealing with this thing. And then <laughs> one of the other ones would be like, this is how I did it. And you're like, Oh fuck. Yeah. Awesome. Thank you. Just collaboration. Like awesome. Um, yeah, I, uh, sorry. You go. I was, I was just going to ramble. So go uh, for well, it. I, I, I just think that <laughs> how, like I, I don't come from a traditional, like I'm not like a traditional dev. I'm not like a, I didn't go work at a studio. I don't have like I'm not trying to be like a savvy businessman or like some kind of like walled garden type person. Like I, the only reason why I know how to do anything is because of how people, people talking about their experiences on Twitter and the game dev Twitter community. And I wanted to do that. Like I wanted to show the entire process of making the game. I wanted to talk about it and be open about everything that I'm going through. Because uh, I think that at least I think it helps people who might be going through similar, you know, stuff. Mm -hmm. And I like to express myself. I'm like, I'm not like a person who wants to like hide and, you know, um, I like to, when I'm, when good things are happening, I like to say it. When bad things are happening, I like to say it, you know, <laughs> um, it's, it brings about a lot of opportunity because, uh, <clears throat> back when I was going to school, um, 
a dev from Turbine who came in, and they were working on, I think, Lord of the Rings Online at the time. And he said the only reason he got a job because he was always figuring stuff out and then answering questions on message boards. And the people at Game Dev Studios were seeing that and knew he knew what he was talking about and offered him jobs. So nice. if he wasn't doing what you indie devs do, where you're like, I don't know what I'm doing. This yep. person over here has already done it. And then you say, well, I figured this out. Somebody else, you know. Mm-hmm. If you don't do that, then there's no community. So <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Like, I think... Um... It's valuable. Some people might not like it, you know? Some people might think that it's, like, not, you know, how you're supposed to do things or whatever, or, you know, whenever we had a publisher, that people get mad at me for tweeting things, and I'm just like, so? <laughs> I, want, I want to, you know, I want to share, I want to share this experience with people. Um, yeah, I don't know. And I think it helps. Go ahead, Wookie. There's some devs I see on Twitter, they're like, what's the point if you're not coding, and then they... Throw out, like, I like those devs too, but they throw out all this, you know, stuff, and I'm like, I wouldn't know what that means. Yeah. You know, <laughs> I don't, I don't, so I guess somebody in Joe Schmo's situation, I guess they just don't get to make games. No, there's Unreal, there's Unreal. <laughs> yeah. Shut up. Yeah, yeah, no, 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 I didn't, I didn't know, I don't know anything about coding. I just, I, luckily I got in through the art side of things or whatever, and I found people that knew how to do programming to, to do the things that I couldn't do. Um, you know, I tried to learn shader, you know, like shader Ugh. stuff. <laughs> you know, that that was uh, the other thing I was into. Um, but uh, yeah, I had no idea about any of this. I just followed guides from YouTube and, and Twitter, <laughs> and you know, I don't know. Some pe- I, I get DMs all the time from people who message me saying, "Oh, you're a big inspiration. Thank you for sharing." Nice. You know, all the stuff about your game and all that kind of stuff. And so I think that. Um, not all of my tweets are awesome, but like some, you know, I think I think it helps inspire some people at least. Yeah, and it's that, and um, I think it helps kind of show, like we were talking about earlier, gamers like the actual side of dev things, and that's yeah. what Wookie and I, you know, tried. That's why we talked to devs, try and share the other side of the the coin. There, like, yeah. it's hard. Oh. It's isolating. It's yeah. It's yeah. I don't think uh, people really. I think the. Uh, I think. If gamers could like understand what devs go through on a daily basis and like how the sausage is made, mm-hmm. I think a lot of them would be less angry <laughs> when things don't go the way they want them to go. Yeah. Um, like me going through QA and going through releasing a game, um, and the game having bugs in it, I now totally understand why that happens. Like I know, I know exactly like. Our game was in QA from July until October. Okay, from July to October, we didn't do anything but QA the game. No one from my studio, nor any of Meta's QA, no one found this one very specific bug that affected people that could literally stop people from even starting the game. Wow, <laughs> there was a bug where if you after you hand the guy on the train his ticket. If you move your head, if you lean this way, if you lean that way, or if you step slightly to the side, you will be soft locked and you cannot move. <laughs> you will be locked in the game and you cannot, you can't sit down. It'll, it'll, you'll be stuck in a collision volume and your laser won't go out to sit down in the chair, and it's over. Um, people reported that bug to us on launch day, and I was like. I can't replicate it. I couldn't figure out how to replicate it because I play seated and I don't really move and I just do the, go through the motions. No one found that bug from from July to October. No one. 
And uh, the game released with that, and people started complaining about it, and I started freaking out, you know? Because, like, how could this be? And I don't think people understand how just complex finding bugs can be sometimes. Like, we had a... Um, someone today left a bad review saying that they were falling through the map after playing ping pong. And we're like... And so I go, and I try to replicate it. Couldn't replicate it. It's like, what's going on? Um, but apparently they had story. There's like a little option we have that lets you skip all the mini games. So if you just want to listen to the story, you don't really have to do any like fishing or like play anything. Um, you can just listen to the story. And if you check story mode on while playing ping pong, the game will not load the map and teleport you into a black void and you'll just fall forever. <laughs> and I didn't know that that existed until today. Wow. You know, um, there's lots of little instances like that, like where you can QA the game all you want. You can keep trying, you can keep polishing and trying to do as much as you can, but you cannot avoid releasing a game without at least one or two bucks. Like, unless you have millions of dollars like Nintendo. I was gonna say <laughs> Nintendo does all right, but they are a bill. Like they, they have so much resources, and they they're not afraid to delay games. Like they'll yeah. if they they'll just keep delaying until they know the game is perfect, and they can have a bazillion user testers. They can do all sorts of stuff that like normal game companies just can't do or don't want to waste money on. So, the players um, will do it for them. The players will do it for them, and that I hate that that is a reality. I hate that that's a thing, but it's so true because like they when you let thousands of people play your game, they're gonna find stuff that you could never dream of finding. Um, I don't know what to do. <laughs> How much you can do. I mean, hopefully gamers someday will understand there's a million ways to do something with code. Like yeah. if you got it, even in games, if you know, I got this thing. There's like, yeah. uh, like based on whatever situation, there's like 50,000 ways to do it. And well, this yep. is a requirement. There's only 10,000 ways to do it. But that's still 10,000 different ways. And depending on how complicated, how many times are you going to do something that's going to screw up Windows? Yeah, it could, it could fail. Yeah, it's insane. It's, there's so many failing points of failure, um, and like it, it is just crazy to me. Um, like I mean, but I think people have learned that that's just a thing. I don't think they're happy about it. Uh, like if you look at Spider-Man, Spider-Man Two released, you turned into a freaking cube, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, um, so I feel bad. I feel really bad when um, when games come out and I see people like giving them a hard time about some of the bugs. Like yeah. the devs might have known about those bugs. But they might not have been able to fix them yet, and they might not have money to 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 delay the game. Like for some small studios, delaying the game equals death. That means the game will not come out. Yeah. Um, if you delay any longer. Um, so if it doesn't break the game, if it lets you keep playing the game, that's usually you know that's they'll they'll release it and then try to fix it as fast as they can. Yeah, and that's what you know. <sighs> With content creators, it's tough, too, because, you know, you want to be honest. You want to share your opinion and be honest and, you know, so people respect you and, you know, follow you and trust you. But and I'm I'm speaking of uh, the game Foglands just came out and it's just getting ripped apart. And it's like, I feel so bad. Freaking relax, people. Like, <laughs> I, feel, I feel awful for those people because, yeah. like, um, like that that is just so, like, I can see why all those things happened, and I can see that, like, sure, maybe there's one or two things that could have been, like, probably should have been fixed sooner, but, like, there might have been something worse that they fixed. Yeah. Right? There could have been something that, like, take for my game, for instance, 
in July, we discovered that there was a bug that would just crash the game if you stood still for more than two minutes. If you stood still for two minutes, the game would turn off. <laughs> no reason. It would give the crash logs gave us no reason. There was we still don't know why. We have freaking no idea why this happened. Uh, and it delayed the game for two months, and we almost died because of it. The game almost did not come out. We almost were literally not going to come out if we didn't solve that bug. Um, hmm. That would be the end of Sushi Ben. Um, so, like, you don't do? know. Huh? What'd you do? So, <laughs> you know what we did? <laughs> we, so we couldn't figure out what it was. We, we knew that it wasn't, like, performance, because we, what we did is we put a map. We, put, we made a map that was just a, that had a cube. And we would just stand on the cube, all four of our, like three of us on the programming team, we'd just sit there with the headset on, and, and in unison, at the same time, we'd start the game. And then the clock would tick down. Two minutes, 30 seconds, everyone crashed at the same time. Absolutely insane. No idea why that happened. But what we did was... Um, one minute fifty nine. You just move a little yeah. bit. Yeah. So, so yeah. So that was actually no. We were legit thinking about doing that. We were legit yeah. thinking about yeah. like moving the person just slightly without them noticing it. We are that's very risky. Um, but so what we did is we just we were like, okay, well, if it's not performance, then what? It has to be a setting. But there are thousands of settings you can change in like a game that can like cause performance issues. So what we did is we cut. We took. We went and got Robo Recall. <laughs> and we copied all of the the setting files from Robo Recall, and, and then it put it into our game. It fucked. It messed up everything. It made a huge mess of like stuff, and we had to go fix things and turn things off and on and and and, and refix stuff, which took months to do. But the the crashes went away. In so <laughs> that's usually what I got to do in other projects for stuff. You, this one doesn't work. It worked in this old thing. You got to yep. go copy a bunch of. Shit. Yeah, that's exactly what we did. That's exactly what we did. We we know that we know that Robo Recall was made in Unreal. We know that it runs on Quest Two. We know it doesn't crash, and so we just took all their settings, you know, because it's an open it's an open project. So, um, I mean, I've had to do that a million times. Yep, it was insane. Um, and we couldn't. We just we we sat on that for months. (laughs) Not we couldn't polish the game. Because it took literally all of us on staff to find the crash to begin with, to like figure out how to replicate it. Once we learned how to replicate it, then we had to figure out how to fix it, you know. And so like all of our resources went into this one bug that could have been gone into like polishing animations, could have gone into like fixing other minor bugs, you know. And couldn't do it. <laughs> so whatever was happening on Froglands that that caused you know them to have to not fix those particular bugs. Yeah. Um, there could have been something much worse, and that sucks. I hate. I hate. I feel bad for them. I feel really bad because I don't think they. I don't. I don't know if they deserve. I haven't played it, so I can't really comment on it. But like, I don't think anyone deserves that much anger. No, and it's like, you know, I get it, but it's like you got the game for free. Yeah, I know that's your business, but and that's where some people like say I'm like fake and I just like everything, which. I just try to be optimistic and I can have fun with most things, but yeah. I'll be honest, like, you know, this, this is a little rougher and this and that, like I've literally changed the course of a few games that are out there that no one will ever know because of feedback. And the devs have told me that, like, yep. so I'm honest because I want them to su- succeed. I'll be like, if you ship with this, I don't, I think you're going to get a lot of refunds and they're like, yeah, you're probably right. Let's try this. And like, Hey, that, that works better. Thanks. Like, 
and just hearing out for your game like that one little thing could have just killed it like that's insane like oh yep. my god we had no check idea boxes why. check boxes it was a checkbox somewhere that, and we still don't know what it was um so like stuff like that is just it, it's so crazy to me and then so like i'll never i'm never gonna like i think i've only actually publicly ever flamed pokemon the, like the last pokemon game that came out it was <laughs> You know, it's a Pokemon company. It's a billion-dollar company that should have been... You know, I mean... Been polished the balls, but... Don't get me wrong. There's cash grabs and shit like that, obviously. Like, you can flame <laughs> and should flame all you want, yeah. but um, yeah. small teams, especially VR, indie devs and stuff like that, like, come on. Well, I think, you, I think a lot of people don't realize you come from a unique... Ex you, you have a unique experience where you actually have interacted with devs no. on a, like, personal level on your podcast where... So you're you're probably more going to be more forgiving than someone who's like does nothing but just well, the and and you're that's absolutely right, and I don't always remember that because I have spent hours and weeks and months with some games before, like in they're even alpha beta versions, and I've been playing yeah, them. Played and, our game when it was crashing. Yeah. <laughs> um. Uh. Yeah, it's it's. It's it's quite the process, and I like, and I've said this before on the pie. Like that's why we, I, we love talking to devs because like you, uh, you guys are like a her heroes to me because it takes a lot of guts to watch what you guys put yourselves through just to put a game out. And it's rough. Like if I didn't like gaming's my major hobby, and like if I didn't have games to play, I don't know what kind of person I'd be. Honestly, like because yeah. uh, and that probably. <laughs> I'd, I'd be into a lot of bad stuff, I think. Yeah. <laughs> that self-awareness right there is what a lot of gamers are missing, because they're like, the way the games industry seems to go nowadays, every week you got to buy a new game that's going to be like complete your life, yeah. and then you're going to hate that game because it didn't complete your life, and then the next yeah. game's going to complete your life. Yeah. It's like they're just full of hate, and they're just like just screaming about the the game, and it's like, you like I can have them. <laughs> <laughs> Like I, I can, I can, I can, I can empathize with them a little bit, you know. Like I, yeah. can, I, can, yeah. I can be like, uh, it sucks when something you really wanted didn't turn out the way you wanted. Um, it sucks. absolutely true. But then there's also like, eh, people gotta learn to reflect and like manage their expectations. I mean, if you like, you could just look at the game industry state this year. People were at the, earlier. People were saying this is the best year in gaming, but then the gaming industry. This was probably one of the worst years ever. Yeah. Like there has been so many layoffs. So many. Like even us, we can't afford to keep our entire. Like you know, everyone. A lot of people are contractors on the team, and we couldn't afford to keep everyone on. You know, for the duration of the project, because we don't have that kind of money. Um. So like, I, I see tweets from people saying like, good. And then it looks like my, you know, my game, like Fortnite or whatever, is not going to get as much content, but good. And it's like, what does that mean? Like, yeah, that's it's it's a it's a mess. I think. Uh... Okay, so you say VR. What are you going to do with this? Like, <laughs> you need your panel solution for the planet. Panel solution for the industry. Uh, I think that's the union. Part. I Absolutely. Mean, uh, that's literally, literally the only way the gaming industry yeah. is not going to be a toxic like, like I'm thinking I'm sitting here thinking like, if Sushi Bin doesn't do well, then what am I going to do? Uh, do I go work at a company and they get laid off? Like I can't raise a family on that. Like I feel, I feel that's spooky, man. Uh, yeah. The instability. Um, it's tough, man. <laughs> it's <laughs> <also>. <laughs> 
But like, going back to the managing expectations, I wish players would like learn from my example, because like, I'll judge stuff a little too early. Everybody does, but way back in like 2014, you know, like Grand Theft Auto V come out, and everyone was loving that one. Yeah. And then one of my favorite games of all time came out, Watch Dogs One. Yeah. And I didn't even know at the time, but I tried to play it, and I couldn't get into it. I just, I just something about it, I just hated it. <laughs> and I was like, it's not good. I just kept yep. like, what is this? And then I kept trying to come back to it, and now I, I love it. But it's because my brain was like, this isn't Grand Theft Auto Five. <laughs> I didn't realize that was going on, but my brain was like, Grand Theft Auto Five did this better. But if I didn't manage those expectations and figure out what the hell is going on, I would have missed out on like one of the coolest games ever made. That yep. and the online portion of that game, I don't think it's probably still going. I can't think that. <laughs> but it's never going to happen again that way. And it's like you yep. would have missed something terrific. Yeah. If your expectations weren't managed, and that's what people need to do. That's it's uh, I like yeah it's just it's so weird it's like yeah you don't want to you want you don't want customers or your consumers to have to manage their expectations but like you know sometimes that's just the reality things don't go the way the devs wanted you know it happens it happens yeah <laughs> the Lord of the Rings TV show comes out and it's just like. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, you see that happen. You see that in TV shows. You see that in every every media form. Like it's just mm -hmm. anything that's creative. Nothing. Nothing. Sometimes things won't go to plan. You know. Yeah, I just wish people would learn that more. Cause like, girlfriend even talked to me like, and she read, I don't know, Harry Potter, and then seen it in the movie, and was like, I can't really watch that because my brain had it. Like it's like the same scene my brain thought up. Yeah, it's flipped because she's like left-handed. It's like maybe that's it. Whoa! <laughs> and it takes her like right out of the immersion, and I'm like, that's crazy. <laughs> But it's like, wow. it's exactly what I imagined, but it's backwards. <laughs> it's and he finds it weird. But like, again, people, it's just going to happen. Yeah. People go online and just scream about it. Yeah. I, I just, uh, I just think that, I think even in VR, it's even more unfair. Because like, there's a QA process that if you don't pass, like if you don't pass, like you have to pick and choose what you have to fix to make sure the game is completable. Mm. And and uh, Meta won't release a game that you you know can't beat. Um, well, at least they, as far as they're concerned, you know they they won't release it. Uh, they won't let you release. Like we failed QA one time because um, of that bug that I talked to you about. Like, <laughs> so and then you have to put everything on hold, or you then you have to like, put so everything on hold. Go. Yeah, yeah. Like you, sometimes it's a pick and choose. What's the worst thing possible? Do you just not release your game ever? Because like that—that's what would have happened, <laughs> you know. Um, but you put in a teleport feature or something like that, or you yeah. put this in because you had to do that. Now everybody's mad yeah. you didn't fix the save function. You want? Yeah, that's it. That's it. That's it. I couldn't. I couldn't. I couldn't go and adjust the save function because something was even worse was happening. Yeah. And then there's just stuff that. We could never even predict that would happen, you know. Like, I don't think that the people in Insomniac knew that uh, Spider-Man would turn into a cube. Yeah. You know? Or maybe they did, and they just left it in. That's something I probably would have left in. <laughs> if, I was, if I was working on that game and I found that bug, I wouldn't tell anyone, and I would just leave it. I'd be like, yes, feature. Put a smiley face on the cube. Be like, yeah. <laughs> I mean, they'll just bring that into the Spider Verse, and it'll be Cube Spider-Man. I mean. Come on. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Think of the marketing go, potential. You can make that meme where all the Spider-Men are like pointing at each other. Just put a cube in there. Yeah, like, oh, I wonder if anyone's done that. I wonder if anyone's done that yet. Uh, uh, yeah. Yeah. It's rough out there for devs. I tell you what, it it's rough. 
I I honestly like I am not a fan of having like a, air quotes normal job. Yeah. But just you guys like I don't even know how you, how you do it. Like I know you get some some oh here's the thing like just out of the round table and I don't want to get too in in depth but every single one of you guys had a completely different experience in every avenue of every aspect of the process like yeah. some had funding some had no funding i'm like oh, what the yep. fuck like <laughs> yeah, people have day jobs or two yeah. jobs i'm sure yeah. Yeah. yeah 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 i was fortunate that um i didn't have to i had a day okay technically i did have a day job i was working on little kitty big city um i remember that i remember yeah. your tweets yeah, yeah yeah so I, I worked on that game while I was working on Sushi Bin on the side. And I'll tell you what, I couldn't do it. It was tough. It was so tired. I was so exhausted at the end of the work week that I didn't want to do anything. Yeah. Um, I don't know how some devs do it. And that's that's weird because, like, I can play in VR for eight hours, no problem, if the game is that compelling. Yeah. But listening to devs, like, oh, I have that headset on for 14 hours a day or more. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah. I live, I live, I, I live for the past three months. I've just had the headset on from the time I wake up to the time I go to bed. Yeah, that's, I don't know. It's tough. <laughs> you were talking earlier, PJ, like, you know, you people get you too nice and you like everything or whatever, but yeah, I'm like the the opposite. I'm the yin yang, whatever the other, <laughs> the, the hater, like, <laughs> not the hater, but it's like, uh, I, I, I guess maybe I have a good critical eye and I, I feel like I can provide good feedback, but it's like, I'm, yeah. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong, PJ. Maybe I have a twisted view of myself. I'm, I'm like more brutal. Like if I, if I review something, it's gonna be like honest, and it's going to be like, damn. Yeah, there, there was a couple of times on the podcast with certain games, like if Wookie did, because normally Wookie doesn't play a lot of things ahead of time because he just has a busier work life, more of a life, whatever you want to call it, than I do. Um, <laughs> but there was a few. He's like. I don't know what to say. He's like, I can't say anything good because that was pretty rough. And I'm like, Oof. but outside of like the VR, <laughs> I can be that way. But in VR, like, I I would feel horrible yeah. if I like trash some indie dev working their ass off to get this. Yep. The only time where I can bend that rule for myself, and I apologize for not being like a good, I don't know, whatever game journalist thing, but whatever. <laughs> But, like, I couldn't crush someone's dreams. They're still working on this stuff. Yeah. Unless they get, like, an attitude. One of them got, like, <laughs> once, and I was like, nah, that's bullshit. And they're like, yeah. what? <laughs> like, no, give me the option to turn off auto-aim, goddammit, because I don't need yeah. it shooting for me. And the guy's like, yeah. well, I, well, I think players need that, because I'm like, I don't. <laughs> Take there, off my games, you know? Like, some some devs do have, I will say they do, have, they are a bit lost in the sauce when it yeah. comes to, like, features <laughs> and, like, they, some people have a, a very stern thinking of how things should be, and they don't. They want to make you experience it that way because it's their game, their their vision or whatever. But like, that's also not smart because you want your consumers, to, you want the people. At the end of the day, this is a transactional business here. Like, I, yep. I want you to buy my game so that I can buy groceries and and, and live. Uh, but if you don't like my game, then you should. You don't have to buy it. Like, it's right. it's. Or you 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 won't buy it, and so then I will be homeless. So I I am always trying to err on like, what can we do to make the player's life easier? Yeah. Um, at first I want at first my first attitude was like, screw that! I want to make whatever I want, and if, <laughs> if it's that way, then y'all are just dumb. <laughs> you know? But but I quickly learned just through some simple user testing that like, 
I would much rather have someone enjoy the game than get stuck and frustrated. Right. Yeah. Just, you were trying to prove I was trying a point to, or something. Yeah, I was trying to prove a point. I was trying to make some trivial thing where... Uh, I Because, like, an example in our game is I hate the light beams that stick out of the uh, buildings in our game when that's a, a checkpoint to go to. I hate it. I think that's so <laughs> immersion-breaking. I, I tried so hard to ask them to, like, get rid of it. But after watching some... Because I didn't want it to be on default either. Um, after watching people play the game, though, they got so freaking lost that they were helpless. Like, they were just... And it was so hard to watch them struggle for, like, hours. Some people got lost for hours because we didn't have a, a, a light beam directly in the tunnel so that they knew they could walk into the tunnel. They saw a black void in the tunnel, and they were like, I can't walk in that. Yeah. And so no one ever walked into the tunnel to get to the next destination. And it felt, I felt bad. I was like, okay, never again. <laughs> I, will, I will make this as easy as possible. Uh, and if I had more money, I would make it, like, a, an option you could turn on and off. You know that would that would that would be, you know, um, and that's a, you know, oh go ahead, you got a point to make. Oh, so <laughs> and I saw so I saw a game that was being reviewed, a shooting game. I don't know if it was on PSVR, if it was on what, what platform it was on, but it was a shooting game that came out like two or three months ago, and it has it was like an on rail shooter, and it had but it had also guidelines where you're supposed to walk on the ground, like yellow, it had like yellow like paths where you're supposed to walk, mm. like a UI looking thing, and people were complaining that there's no way anyone would get lost in this game or whatever. Like there's no way someone would get confused and turn around and not know where to go. And they were so upset that that, 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 that existed and that was on. Uh, I agree that those things should be able to turn on and off, but I guarantee you someone that play tested their game got lost for hours. Yeah. I guarantee it. <laughs> well, I guarantee I've been there. Got lost and, and, and didn't enjoy the game because of it. Uh, so, <laughs> One of our friends, like that, we play games with. You know, you used to be quite frequently. He's busy now, but he gets mad at like open world games. He's like, he needs the checkpoint, otherwise he just he just stops. His brain is yeah. busy with work all day, and he's like, I. He's like, there, if there's a room, a hallway, he expects there's to be some sort of prize back there, <laughs> not just empty, and he needs the checkpoint. Otherwise, he's like, I don't know what I'm supposed to do. I'm like, make yeah. your own fun. He's like, uh, I'm a, I don't think he feels like that. <laughs> My brain is done. Like a lot of people, yeah. when you're done at work, your brain is done. Like yep. you don't you don't want to think. Uh, you want to just play something that gives you the fun, gives you some serotonin, gives you some of those the brain juices that make you feel yeah. good. You know. They need the, uh, the Lego booklet telling them exactly what piece to put. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I followed the instructions when I bought Legos. Like, I, I enjoyed <laughs> yeah. following the instructions and then putting the pieces together to make the cool building. You know? Yeah. Um, so, everyone's different. But yeah. I think uh, I do think those options should be able to turn on and off. But I do know why... I can see why some of them didn't get a feature to turn them on and off because it was just the least important part of the process of making the game. Yeah. Uh, they wanted to make sure that people could at least play it, and then they'll maybe they'd swing back to it if they got a chance, but they just never got a chance, you know. Yeah, and it's I don't know I I know it takes a bit of work to add options and things like that, and like I said, those gamer or those devs that are like, this is my game, this is how you play it. It's like, yeah, I get that, but you can also be creative with the options you're not a fan of, like do something yeah. different, do something yeah, fun yeah, with yeah. it. Like, try to try to innovate, try to innovate. Yeah. yeah. You know? Yeah. Make it, make it so you like it. So you don't have to worry about it. Like, <laughs> yeah. That's the hard part. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah, we've been almost going two hours here. I don't want to like yeah. hijack your entire evening, but um... yeah, I'm getting a, <laughs> I'm getting a little tired now. For some reason my eyes hurt. 
it, it's staring at my face, my beautiful face. I'm sure. <laughs> no, no, no. It, I it is weird to not see you in cube form. Yeah, right? it's weird. It's weird. I need Wookie. I need Wookie in here. I need Wookie. <laughs> Next time. Uh, I got two cats in my lap, and I got no camera in here. I'm sorry. That's it. That's it's okay. Next time. <laughs> that avatar is very close, though. So nice. <laughs> Well, man, it was, yeah, it was great talking to you and catching up, but yeah, congrats on your release. I'm so happy for you. I hope, I hope it goes better than you want it to. So I can be watching some anime someday. Yeah, an anime. Give me that. Let's go. Uh, That's my biggest motivator now. (laughs) (laughs) The next goal post. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's awesome. We'll shout if you start a Warcraft Classic Plus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If I if if if, West, if Classic Plus comes out, I'll hit y'all up and uh, we'll, let's go pick a server and go. What 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 faction? Uh, I like Horde. I'm a I'm a cow man. I like playing as a cow. Yeah. I'm either cow or dwarf, so I can. Yeah. Go. Yeah. I like I like I like I like the Tarn. So. Yeah. Awesome. I can get behind that. Okay. They could be druids. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. Um, That'd be a cool band name. We can be druids. <laughs> Yeah, let's go. <laughs> there you go. There's the guild. Yeah, there's the yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the guild. That's the guild thing. All right, sold. Uh, All rights reserved. Copyright. Now, now I gotta log on as soon as they launch that. Yep. Like, yeah. Level up and get a hundred gold or whatever and get that guild. Yeah. Oh man, that'd be great. Oh man, it's, like I said, it's good to see you. Um, good yeah, to catch yeah. up. Yeah. Now I finally get to see you. Yeah, that's yeah. great. <laughs> um. Yeah, so we're still working on our VR space. We're going to do Zoom episodes in the interim, and uh, hopefully we can get back to chatting more. But Yeah, if you get a, if you get the VR space going, hit me up, and I'll come hop in. Uh, the, I think a checkbox destroyed it. Literally. Yeah, it's very possible. It's very possible. It's so painful. It's, it's dead. It's like, okay, yeah. the whole thing broke. <laughs> Just start unchecking stuff. We're, we're blaming Cyril's... Um, Assets? No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. Those assets are perfect. Yeah, no way. yeah, yeah. Serial assets could run on a like a, a freaking potato. So. Amiga or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, <laughs> you can run on your micro, your smart microwave or something. You know? Smart fridge. The um, button. Yeah. All right. <laughs> well. Okay. All right, everyone. Thanks for watching, listening, hanging out. Yep. Uh, if you haven't checked out Sushi Ben, you should. Yes. Come uh, check it out. If my no my lovely version, just get it now. Background says anything. <laughs> it's it's gorgeous. Yeah, yeah. But all really the best. Hard. Yeah. I hope you guys you get guys. to make a million updates to it. Yeah, I hope so. I hope so. All right. Cool. Well, thank you so much for having me on. I enjoyed yeah. hanging out. And uh, thank you for you know always promoting the game and stuff. Uh, it always. means a lot. So. Yeah. Thank you guys. No problem. Bye bye. <laughs> see ya. Ciao. <laughs> Throwing up the peace sign, but nobody can see. So. <laughs> Awesome. Uh, it was good to catch up with him. Um, Demon. Yeah. Who I get confused with, a guy we played Reacher's <laughs> VR with named D-Max, because Demon is D-M-A-W-W, right? And then his yeah. other guy was D-M-A-X-X. So I'm like, is this Demon? <laughs> first brought me in there, and I don't know who these people are. I'm like, is this Demon? <laughs> it wasn't. It wasn't. Because <laughs> Demon was too busy. For good reasons. Yes. So, um, yeah, I was going to Cactus Cowboy, the new game came out. I was going to be streaming that before and after the podcast, but uh, 
clearly I don't have enough time in the day, so we'll get back to that. But check that out. Um, if you follow us on that guy, keep doing that for free. Well, the new game is fourteen ninety nine. But oh, okay. Yep, he's finally starting to charge. All the ones other before that were free, and that that is still crazy. But. <clears throat> So many games came out today. I don't know if you saw my tweet with my uh, wish list email. Just bam, 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 bam. <laughs> like, it's crazy out there. Um, so we shouldn't be bored for a long, long time. But yeah, Cactus Cowboy Desert Warfare came out today on pretty much every platform, which again, single dev <laughs> is just insane to me. On the up forward end of the curve for just about everything. Yeah, he is the first one to have a MR game on the Quest 2. Like, it is just insane. But um, just want to throw that out there. But also, check out Sushi Ben. It's a good time. It's it's just a great experience being in an anime world. And even though, like, I checked out the early demo, too. And I'm still thinking about the panels. So if anybody <laughs> listening, and what is, like, look at the videos, look at the panels, and it is insane. It is like, like you said, the, the instructor tribunal. <laughs> it, like that it is impressive like I had never seen that before and he, like again I was trying to do something in real I was like poking holes and stuff I was trying to get a similar effect for some other really random reason and I saw it and I was like ow <laughs> I know there's like, probably a crazy shader involved I think he hinted at that chat. It, it is just impressive so I think you can just walk around and be like shocked by the manga panels it's probably so <clears throat> So yeah, we're going to be working our way back to things. Uh, I don't know how. I think we're hoping to do two episodes a month or something like that for a while in Zoom. Um, this is the first time we've streamed live in a long time. It looks like it's working. I hope it's working. <laughs> um, Batman came in, so evidently you see. Yeah, hopefully the audio is working. But um, our next <laughs> guest, I think, is going to be um, Jose Viartec. Um Another great guy on Twitter. Uh, a fan of his since I started my Twitter account. So he does a lot of things, but I think, you know, I could be wrong. We'll find out. I think he's mostly known for he has like a VR arcade um, in California, if I'm not mistaken. So we'll be chatting with him and hearing about that on the next episode. So check that out. Otherwise, I'll try to get the links in the show notes on all these versions of the episode where you can find Sushi Ben and some videos and all that fun stuff, so. Discord. Yeah. See some eels. <laughs> Crazy time. Sushi Ben. Finally, uh, like, literally, we've been talking to him for, like, so long. Yeah, it's... He, his life has just been Sushi Ben. <laughs> so I thought his real name was Ben. I don't know. <laughs> it's not. He's the waiter guy, but, like... <laughs> His life has just been sushi. So everyone's got there's all the stuff going on. It's like he's just sushi. Sushi. So the amount of focus. In this game is yeah. I mean, it, it was to the point when we were in spatial AP joined without an avatar and was the block, white block with the pill hands. And then we got our space and our default avatar was the white orb with the pill hands. Because I didn't want to put a square in there and steal the block. And then we started getting grief from him about it I, I, not really but I, it was just kind of funny because he's like I don't have time to put an avatar in here I'm working on my game <laughs> <laughs> just funny shit yeah. Oh. yeah 
So thanks again, everyone. We're going to hang up now, let you go. Thanks for watching, listening the whole time. Please check out the game. And we'll Appreciate see you, you next time. <laughs> we, we, I think we might need a new uh, closer. Like the, the This was our VR verdict with the hammer. The gavel thing doesn't work anymore. But We don't really verdictize. No, we don't. <laughs> I'm too nice. <laughs> and I would totally do it, but again, they're yeah. indie devs. I can't do it unless they're jackass. <laughs> then I got to use business slam on them I have to play with like fading in and out music at the end in the beginning on the on the live video here <laughs> we'll see yeah I could still bag on that kind of coffee table so got the <laughs> <laughs> that was so funny all right thanks again everyone Promise oh, we're, we're going. Yeah, we're going. <laughs> <laughs> no, we were done. I'm yawning. <laughs>